Damn, you can see my pants sagging too. Jeez. That's right, man. We're bringing it back to 2008. That's right. Purple Ribbon All-Stars. Purple Ribbon All-Stars. First and foremost, can't wait for that era to come back. Can we get off? Okay, can the Kanye thing make Mike, Killer Mike's comments just blow, just blow over? Wait, what do you mean? The whole thing with the NRA? Like, the so guy believes saying, in gun ownership. So, so what do you want him to do? You, we'll get back, because right now this is the little intro yeah. snippet, but, like, what you're saying is I'm that saying in general, you're hoping that the Kanye thing would blow over, like, the Kanye I hope thing? It, I hope it does, because he, he just That's believes in gun ownership. I'm going to be honest with Fucking you. Fucking deal I'm with gonna it. I'm going to be honest with you. And when we get into the yeah. Kanye discussion, I'm interested that you have this stance. I thought that I would have to battle you today. No. I, I really thought I would. I'm, I, I am totally for the Second Amendment. I just think... No, having, no, not on the Killer what? Mike stuff. Oh. The Kanye stuff, oh. how he's been acting. I thought I would have to oh. battle you today. No, well, I mean, you can fight me on it. I mean, yeah, I know I'm going to fight you on it, because you number one fucking hater I know. I fucking well, no, hate I mean, I mean, he, the Kanye stuff, like, he's saying stupid shit, but at the same time, like, I, I mean... He's all... Whatever, I think, we, we'll get to it. I like, think all like, he's doing is embracing the world's greatest troll right now, and... and He's trolling. Anyway, point being is that there's good and bad. It's what he's doing. And there's two sides to look at it. And I'm not going to hate him for it. And I'm not going to love him for it. Right. You know what I mean? I was really pissed off. We need to see the way it plays out. I called him mentally ill last week. And I mean, he's totally mentally ill. Oh, everybody's mentally ill. But, oh, of course we are. But, but when he made what when the he fuck re- is normal? When mean? he released the song with normal poop, means you're boring. When he released the poopity scoop song, you I knew it was a troll. Uh, you had if you don't get that he's trolling now, you're just an idiot. Yeah, honestly. Right? At the point. same time, at the same time, if I was a black guy or black in general, I probably would be a little worried. But I mean, I what, think he's trolling. What, what, I'm convinced what, he's trolling. We're gonna have some more fun discussions. Hopefully, if Chad joins us today, can't say I've heard poopity scoop. It's all right. You're not and, missing out. I'm not going to listen to it anyways. It's pretty great. So. It starts out with a really nice soul sample beat and everything. And then at the end, he just starts rapping poop diddy scoop diddy scoop diddy do. Like, it's all Scoopy he says. Poop, it's just, scoop, it's, 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 it's scoop, the biggest poop. troll because the beat is fire. And you actually go, wow, I'm excited. This yep. is going to be the and first Kanye song of the year. And then he just goes poop diddy scoop diddy scoop diddy scoop diddy poop. And it's just. That's kind of funny though. Yeah, uh, he's I'll clearly trolling. Yep. It was just funny. But then his official first song that he dropped on. Uh, on Power 106 in LA. Um, it got released on Tidal and Spotify and Apple Music and all that the next oh, day. Oh, yeah. With T.I.? With T.I. Yeah. I didn't listen to it because based on the fact that I know it's going to be on the album, I yeah. don't like listening to stuff like Kanye I... before the album drops. It... Like when Yeezus dropped, when he dropped Black Skinhead and New Slaves before the album dropped on SNL, I didn't want to listen to it because I said it's going to be on the album and I want to hear it in its entirety. Like, just when it comes to Kanye, that's how I feel about it. And it's not just, there's a few artists that I feel like that because he's one of those people where the composition of the entire album actually matters Yeah. versus other artists. The album is good, but the composition as a whole project doesn't necessarily mean that you have to listen to the CD front to back. You yeah. can listen to it on shuffle and you'll still enjoy it just the same. The people who have quality track, like, um, this last Cole album, well, it still needs some order. Oh, dude. But like, or like Born Sinner, for example, by Cole. Yeah. That album, you can listen to it on shuffle and still enjoy every track. Yeah. But like For Your Eyes Only, or this last album, I don't think you get the same magic that Cole was going for <laughs> if do. you didn't listen to it front to back. Like, I, no, in order. I'm just I, saying. I actually made two playlists that are the same, What I, what like what everybody did with Damn. Oh. I, but I made my own version of K.O.D. <laughs> Well, no, because I like because the last four tracks are sent, the like, fall off. They, yeah, but it, yeah. It, it goes all together. While the beginning, it's more like I have something I want to do, and then now at this point, I just need to finish the album to say one whole cohesive yep. message throughout all four tracks. Yep. So that's what I, I mean. We'll get into that. Cole's on the docket too, but. Yep. Okay. 
We'll see. I, I don't know. I, 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 fuck, I made two versions called the Fall Off 1 and the Fall Off 2. Where he... Where the, the first four songs... Well, one of them's the reverse order, like everybody did with Damn. And then the other one's a little different, but it's basically like the, the second half first, and then the first half second. So it sounds like he's turning into... A mumble rapper. Oh, <laughs> no. cool. it's pretty good. I gotta listen to that playlist. It's pretty good. Alrighty, welcome oh. to episode twelve of the Permeable Filter Podcast. Sorry, I had to stutter there. I didn't know what episode we were on because it was I know. last week. That's what I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I forgot that last week too. This is episode twelve. 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 Yeah. One two. Yeah. Good old 12. dozen. <laughs> good old dozen. Dirty dozen. The dirty dozen. Yeah, and there'll be the Baker's dozen next year. Maybe that'll next be the week. title this week. The dirty dozen. Dirty dozen. Dirty dozen. Anyways. We gotta stop saying that. We gotta make it fun. Like, I know. We gotta stop like, saying that's I just, gonna be the like, title. When I hear it though, it just clicks. Yeah, you know? because like, like we gotta let people know. Like, granted, it's still the beginning. We could say something else that's super true, dope. and it'd be even funnier as a tagline. You know. Yeah. But yeah, welcome to the Dirty Dozen episode. Is it dirty? Probably just for the fact that we have a lot to talk about, and it's gonna be a really messy one. I'm your central host, Mr. Blonde. And since I don't really say anything fun afterwards, I'll give you a little biography about me. I'm a chocoholic and a hydroholic. Uh, go ahead, guys. <laughs> I'm John Lavish at John Lavish on Twitter. Uh, Josh Mack at Joshua J Mack on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at that at. Let's see, what can we talk? By about? the way, shout out Morgan. She said we look bored as fuck. Hey. <laughs> well, it's just the beginning. Yeah. Oh, it I is the beginning. I started dying. <laughs> so they're busy talking, Kanye. Once we get some tobacco in us, we'll be a little bit, a little bit lighter. In, in the face. Let's get this fucking shit started. Anyways, uh, first things first. Let's see. Oh, Avengers. Uh, I went to watch it opening night on Thursday. I know, you, I know you guys haven't seen it. Can you tell me, is this going to be the end of the Avengers movies? No, there's a sequel, isn't there? So this is a two-parter. Uh, so Of course This first Fucking jerk off to explosion. No, but you know what? <laughs> explosion hey, porn. Anyway. First and foremost. Go ahead, say what you have to not say. Not explosion porn. Say what I am say. a huge critic of the whole MCU. Yeah. All right? Because, A, Marvel's whack. Outside of the movies, Marvel as a comic book series is whack as shit, except for, the, like, the X-Men. Oh, shit. Um, what? Oh, oh no. pause. Oh, Why did no. pause? Yo, no. I, even, I think we've been paused, too, so I gotta reshut up. It's something about your Xbox. My Xbox? No, not, my not Xbox. Not yours, yeah. Oh. But, ah, fuck. Is it going now? Is it back? Hello. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, sorry, podcast listeners. We're just having technical yeah. difficulties like well, we do every week. Sorry, if Instagram didn't have a stupid limit. Sorry, Instagram users, because I don't know what happened there. Um, you missed a little bit of an intro. Um, we just introduced the podcast, Dirty Dozen. Um, shouted out, Morgan, we look bored as fuck. We said we won't look bored as fuck after we get some tobacco in us. It's a really boring part. Started. You can skip. You can hit that, that yeah. thirty second hit, skip hit on the, your podcast the app. Skip, skip ten seconds <laughs> yep. forward. A couple times. <laughs> Just, a couple. Just a few. Uh, Avengers. Yeah. Not the end. Not the end. So fuck. The, it was going to be, but when they realized how they were writing the story, they decided they were going to do it as a two parter. <sighs> and I'm going to tell you something here. Like I said, Who's I'm, a, I'm a really big critic of the MCU movies. Hey. What? Oh, my bad. Careful, Anyways. wise guy. Yeah, come on now. Uh, I'm a real big critic of MCU. Um, I don't think they're good superhero. They're better than DC superhero I, movies. I used but... to love the Marvel movies when I was younger. And now the Marvel movies, the only good ones. I mean, the only ones that I've liked greatly were the three Iron Man movies. Ugh. 
Upon second watch, I realized that Civil War is actually a good film. I still haven't seen that movie. And it's the third Captain America. And the Guardians movies are very entertaining. I like those movies. I like the Guardians. Black Panther was nice in the way they constructed the story. I have my issues with it, but it was was a refreshing take as to how they did it. Still haven't seen it. Yeah. So, uh, as for the Avengers movie, I'm not going to sit here and do spoilers. I will say one spoiler, which is not a real spoiler, because I didn't know it while I was watching the movie until after I watched the movie, somebody pointed it out on a spoiler thread that I was reading. Uh, Apparently, there's a shout-out. There's a spoiler thread? Yeah, so like one of the blogs I followed, they were like, Classic. here's a safe space for you guys to sit here and talk about the Avengers without ruining it for Classic everybody. Classic internet. No, that's a great way, to no, be honest, good. though. Yeah, it's I good. love it. it. The internet found a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, to be ugliness. honest, though, this blog does it for every uh, major movie release, when it's Star Wars, okay. superheroes, whatever it may be. All right. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so here's the spoiler that's not really a spoiler, so I want you guys to pay attention. There's a scene in which they go visit the collector. Not a spoiler. In that scene, there is off to your left, apparently, a moment in which you see a person who looks like Tobias Fumke dressed up as the Blue Man Group guy. No! And he's shit. sitting in a glass cage that the collector has. And it's because the the creators of the Avengers movie, the, the, the directors, yeah. the Russo brothers, they created or wrote on Arrested Development. Oh so my it was, just, it was God. a shout out to that. So it wasn't, uh, what's his name? What's the actor's uh, name? David Cross. It was not David Cross in the movie. It's just a guy dressed up in blue, wearing blue shorts, uh, like the, the never nude. Oh my god! And uh, painted in blue, and he's probably balding. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see that scene. So I kind of want to just go watch the movie again, Dude, so I can look for that. You need to see that scene. It's oh my god. Tobias Fuqua right now for the Blue Man Group, <laughs> and he's a never nude in it. Such a great. Oh, I love that show so much. Arrested Development. Otherwise. With all that said about my disgust for Marvel movies in a general concept, the movie was done really well. Storyline, front to back, phenomenal. Scening was done. Uh, obviously, the Captain America fight scenes are trash, because I always didn't like Captain America fight scenes. But like, So do you not like Captain America? I don't or? like Captain America, but even the way they do his fight scenes, he's just whack, because he's... He's a fighter in a way that he's like your traditional American army man, you know? He's not a fancy superhero fighter in a way. So I don't like those choreographing scenes for him. He's just too I'm strong and I knock you out type thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Versus people like Iron Man, he can fly around and does stuff. There's choreography to it. Or um, who else is really like a aerobatic fighter or acrobatic fighter? Um, like Black Widow, for example. I really like watching her scenes. Or Black Panther, I really like watching his scenes because they, they, and that's because that's rooted on their, their character's style, you right. know? They can do these fight scenes that are really acrobatic, and I like fight movies, you know? They, it's really nice to watch really good choreography. That's actually my biggest disappointment with the newer Star Wars movies. The, the fight scenes are terribly choreographed. They're very boring. Yeah. Compare, so... You know, and I, you know where I saw that was when uh, Kylo Ren and Rey were in Snoke's chamber. That I was the see- only reasonable one. And even really, then, I thought that one looked it, like it, weird. Even I don't then, know. it there wasn't was good enough. There's something about that scene. Like I mean, the the camera work was really weird into showing the fights, but like, I mean, you know how dull the Kylo and uh, and Ray one that was in the woods in the in Force oh, Awakens. Oh yeah, that was just dullish. Yeah. I get that they that she's inexperienced, but come on, man. Right. Like that was just dullish shit. And let's be honest, in the original trilogy, lightsaber scenes were whack as shit. The beauty of lightsaber fight scenes in all Star Wars is the prequel trilogy. Like, 
They took yeah. that, like the Darth Maul scene is one of Darth my Maul favorite fight scenes. The uh... the Dooku and Yoda one when they when he knocked oh, out Obi Wan yeah. and Anakin. Yeah, so then Yoda had to too. go, and that was the whole reason why Yoda was CGI'd because so they could do that scene. So right. you could see Yoda just jumping like a goddamn fool and just knocking the and hell then out whip of out him. his little uh, walking stick afterwards. Yeah, like come on, man, this is dope. Dude's, as hell. dude's doing backflips and swinging the lightsaber, and whips out a walking stick yeah. like he can't walk anyway. But back to Avengers, great movie. I highly advise that you go and watch it. In my opinion, if you haven't caught up, these are the movies that you should watch before you go. Uh, Guardians 2, Doctor Strange, uh, Captain America Civil War, and Avengers Age of Ultron, if you wanted to, the second Avengers. So those four movies, I feel like are the only movies you need to prep for, uh, like to watch this movie. Black Panther, you just need to know who Black Panther is to understand his role in the movie so there isn't much but a lot of the storylines oh and thor ragnarok i'm sorry there's a there's some big plot uh plot vehicles in thor ragnarok that affect this movie so those are the five movies that i would suggest watching and i really do suggest watching it uh like i said i don't like a lot of their movies but this movie i walked out and said they did it right and the way they ended it was very nice so it's a great segue as to how the next movie is going to be and once everyone watches it, I can come back to that commentary when the next movie shows up and we can talk about it next year if this podcast survives. Number um, one problem with all these movies, most of them are not standalone films. Because yeah. I need to know a bunch of fucking references. That's I mean, how they created it. They created this franchise exactly. in such a way. And that's what pisses me off. I don't have time to no, see a hundred fucking movies. This is the 19th movie in the MCU installments already. That's um, it? But, yeah, but it's I actually thought there was already. way more. But it's, you have to remember, though, this is only like 10 like. years. And that's what it seems like when they barrage every every orifice you have. Right. No, no, but think Shit. about it. 10 years, two movies a year, damn near? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does yeah. feel like there's a lot, but I mean... It's a classic tentpole. We're going to have two tentpoles instead of one. Another news about the Avengers. Year. It broke the, the record for highest grossing box office opening weekend. They just announced that today on Sunday of the, of the weekend, so it beat out Star Wars. For uh, highest grossing, so that was very interesting. Oh, I know it's apples to oranges, but you know what's better than the entire Marvel universe that's been created in the cinematic form? Moonlight. He's <laughs> gonna keep. <laughs> gonna keep coming back to that. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, and then related to Avengers, Ant Man, the second one, will be dropping in July, I think. That so, one I'll see. I liked Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, no, Ant Man. I finally had watched it a few months ago, and I was mad that I didn't watch it sooner. So. Great movie. I'm really excited Paul to see Paul Rudd it. really did a good job. He did a phenomenal job. Um, let's see. Uh, another Avengers-related one. This one is interesting, though. So, uh, Thanos, the villain in Avengers, he's a titan. So, like, you know, like in Greek mythology, the titans versus the gods type deal. Yeah. So, like, Thor is a god. But... Speaking of which, God of War just dropped last yeah, week. Yeah, has anybody yeah. played that game yet? I have it, have not played it yet, because I haven't played God of War 3 yet, so I'm playing God of War 3 now, so I can play God of War, and All right. I gotta finish the original trilogy first. I'm with you. I've heard incredible reviews about the game. Yeah, um, I heard it's really I worked good. with a couple guys who were really into playing those games, like, God of War games, and they were like, honestly, this is, like, one of the, this is one of the best games I've played in a, in a couple, in, in quite so a, some time, so, uh, if you guys like to play games, I think I'm gonna pass on that recommendation. Um, but yeah, so back to uh, like superhero movies. So Marvel said they're going to do what's called the Eternals. And the Eternals is the group of titans that were like whatever. And one of the characters, he's like kind of the polar opposite of Thanos. His name is Star Fox or Eros, the, the god of love from, uh, from Greek, or the titan of love or whatever from Greek mm-hmm. mythology. So his character in the comics is very weird because it's like he's flirty. He's all about love and passion and free 
free flowing, mm-hmm. uh, where there's you know there's about like open sexuality themes. There's you know let's just have sex and have fun. Like why do we have to make it so serious? Things like that. But there are where there are times where it tiptoes the line of where it's like you know it's a male dominance over a woman type deal. But that's what's the scary thing is because in this current climate, you have to create the movie right without anyone getting that idea. And it's very interesting as to how they'll adjust the character's storyline or the character's character and essentially his personality and the way he conducts himself as a person. Uh, but in my opinion, as a comic book guy, it's unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. let's be honest. Let's talk about unnecessary, you know, movies. So, um, and then still on the movie train. Oh, Men in Black reboot. Oh, yikes. Without Will Smith? Yeah. Without Count Smith. me out. It's Wait. a reboot. Count me out. Yeah. So no, so I'm listen. Out too. So, yeah. No, listen. So here, like, I got Count I got pros and cons to this. <laughs> who's gonna be? Who's Will Smith? So, so I'm gonna bring this up. So my first con is, a as much as reboots are cool, can we not reboot movies that are only 20 years old? Can we can just we re- not reboot? No, no, no. But like, listen. I understand rebooting yeah, a movie from train. the 50s yeah. where you can take an entirely different take on a storyline because it's been so long and like culture has changed so much. But culture hasn't changed that much since the 90s for you to reboot Men in Black. Are you kidding me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because they're targeting that these children who have finally reached a 30-year-old age so they can have that nostalgia factor and go right. back. So, like, it's bullshit. Like, whatever. Right. But uh, they're getting Tessa Thompson to play the this? Will Smith character, I'm assuming. I don't know who that is. Um, I can't. She was in Thor. She was in Veronica Mars. She was in... I'm going to pull a picture of her. her face. Maybe. Yeah. If you guys are listening, you guys can look up Tessa Thompson on your own. I have no show idea. to the camera. Uh, do why is my phone being slow? Come on. No reboots. Put a hashtag. Anyways, on. and then the, the the her her opposite is gonna be Chris Hemsworth. So he's gonna be K. Yeah. So or oh. more or less, we don't know. This all we know is that these oh. two are gonna be the stars. Yeah. So here's my <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so here's what? my so no no here's my comment here's my comment. I if have K, if if Chris Hemsworth is supposed to play her mentor, I'm not liking it because they're like damn near the same age. Okay, yeah. but if they do it, oh, if they do it as a function of like they both enter like the academy together type deal, and they make it like a cadets movie, and then like halfway through they go on their first midget mission, and it's kind of like you know a disaster, but also a success type deal. Like that'd be an entertaining movie, and I would hope that's the way they go because in the original Men in Black, it's just that like Will Smith gets lumped into this world, and then uh, K is his mentor. It'd be cool to see it more as like a cadets thing and like see how these people get trained from the beginning. Right, change the story up. Yeah, which change it wouldn't up. be a reboot. This... You could have it in the story universe, but not be a reboot. Wow, what a novel idea! And you know what? I'm with that too. So maybe they're just calling it a reboot for the sake of calling so... it a reboot, as in saying that it's involved in the same universe, but it's not necessarily a continuation of the original characters. To be honest, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Tessa Thompson, but when I looked her up, like a couple pictures in, she's with Janelle Monae, so she's already cool. Just like that. Because I like Jennifer. No, she's dope. I, I love her as an actress. I'm really glad that her career is picking up. Uh, she's actually really entertaining as an actress. She was in Creed. She's in Westworld. Oh, see, she's I hear white people. I haven't seen she's any in of Selma. those. I haven't seen yeah. Selma. So, I haven't seen, like, I, I don't see, as much as I should see movies and I have a film degree, I literally don't watch so many Hollywood movies because they're just the same. Well, since we brought up Hollywood, let's bring up this topic. Um, how do you feel about... So the Academy for the Oscars has decided to open up qualifications to allow more categories for documentaries to win, such yep. as visual effects type things and stuff and others, as well as opening up qualifications that allows Netflix films to enter the Oscars as well. 
That's good. So I think it, I mean they don't already. No, because one of the uh, one of the stipulations to be Oscar nominated is that you have to have a theater release. So uh, the only movie I can think of that Netflix has produced that has a theater release was the uh, the Beast. Oh shit! Uh, I forgot what it was. I think it had Idris Elba as the lead. I didn't even know that they had a theater release ever. Idris. No. It was a limited release. It wasn't no. Beast uh, of No Nation. Now, oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Didn't yeah. well now did did that get picked up by a different distributor? Then? That's possibly how it worked out because this is one of Netflix's first original movies in which that they weren't using it where they weren't using their company for distribution and only production mm-hmm. and then they possibly Cuz I thought distributor. they were just a, pro- a production. Only well, Netflix. now they consider themselves a distributor mm. because of the exclusivity of only distributing mm. only on Netflix, and then they sell their own DVDs. We produce our own content, content, and we distribute it, so we're a distributor. Exactly. Oh, interesting. And then on top of that, they sell their own DVDs. So, oh, yeah. um, well, no, because that's how a lot of these companies are going. I mean, technically, with if this AT and T and Time Warner merger goes through, AT and T will be the distributor what, because they'll what? be distributing Time Warner content through what, their own company. Time Warner owned by, wait, I'm so confused. The fucking Vincent, God damn it, Clinton. <laughs> okay. Middle fingers straight, straight. Anyway, 1996. Oh, where are you going with this? Well, the Finson regulations and, oh, the, yeah, and yeah. what let all the companies buy each other. Thanks, asshole. You killed uh, people in Arkansas. Never. Mind. I know Time Warner is owned by somebody else. Uh, Spectrum, right? No, no, no. That's Time Warner Cable. You have oh. to understand, Time Incorporated is a giant conglomerate in which that ended up going through. It went through so many different splits. So Time Incorporated, oh, so that's what in history, okay. is Time Magazine. New York um, Times. Uh, I thought Time Warner was was Warner. I mean, yeah. And oh, then so they're the same. And oh, then there's Christ. Turner Networks. Jesus. And then, See, this it's is a clusterfuck. There's so <laughs> much. God damn it, America. So it's everything. There's so much. God damn it, America. Time Warner is, it was historically large, and then they kept spinning off, spinning off. Now, Time Warner Cable is separate, or AOL is no longer part of that. AOL is now owned by Verizon. Like it's AOL was a Time Jesus Warner company. Christ. There's all different kinds of... Acquisitions. So slowly but surely, it is all becoming one monopoly. No, they're just changing hands yeah. constantly. Monopoly. It's whatever. Monopoly. Eventually, there will be a monopoly. It's not so much monopolies as much as oligopolies in terms of how you have few companies trading back and forth. Which is effectively essentially a monopoly. A monopoly yeah. But at the same time, until you can prove price fixing between an oligopoly, you can't really call it a monopoly. So. Yeah. Um, they just put different things. Oh, different stores put different things on. Related sale. to Netflix, though, I like this one. Uh, At so least especially retailers. Netflix is ma- retailers are coming. Yeah. Back. Well, Netflix. But then is- Amazon's the only big one. Now. We'll get to the Amazon in a little bit. Yeah, I got uh, some words to say about Amazon. Yeah. So Netflix, though, this is a very interesting thing, and I want to see how you guys think. I think as a business side of things, this is gonna be great. Netflix made a play, but I think it didn't work out to buy landmark theaters from Mark Cuban. Uh, interesting. It's like fifty some theaters across the country. Uh, Good job, Mark Cuban. Don't <laughs> let him buy it. But it would be interesting. Imagine Netflix would be allowed to, you'd be able to watch Netflix stuff, not only on Netflix, but then it allows for a stream of revenue for concessions and ticket sales for people to go and watch that one Netflix movie without having to buy a subscription. Even if somebody's not willing to subscribe to Netflix, they still get some kind of money for getting people to go out and watch their movies. Imagine going to do like House of Cards marathons in movie theater. Or like... What? Okay, maybe not, but like something that like won't that. happen ever something again. Like but that. only but the Claire underwear part. Something here, like that. Here's how I look at it, though. With the ticket prices at what they're at right now, you could get a whole month's worth of a subscription for one Wait, ticket man. price and Punch watch it card. home. Yep. You're not wrong, but here's a couple things. For example, what if they do? We release it in theaters before we release it on Netflix. A couple weeks. What if they do test run? And then here's the other thing. People are. 
as much as it's a split decision and it's how American culture reacts to subscriptions. Some people oversubscribe and subscribe to everything because they look at everything, oh, it's just $10 a month, and all of a sudden you racked up $100 worth of subscriptions over 10 different services, and you really don't use them that often. The other hand, some people are like, I'm not going to subscribe because then I'm going to get stuck into paying this thing monthly and I'll never forget to, I'll, I'll always forget to cancel it. So those kinds of people, they could probably tackle with a the movie uh, theater. And at the same time, there's some movies, I mean, that if Netflix was to produce, if they I mean, were to produce a sci-fi movie, I would rather watch that in theaters than I would at home. Well, and yeah. l- let me... That's my opinion. Let me, I say all that, but with me, I love the theater experience. I just me love too. being in a theater. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'd probably go just yeah. because, like, it'd be, it'd be pretty cool to watch, like, a Netflix thing in a theater. And it would have but... to be the right movie to entice me. Like, a lot of Netflix original stuff, not necessarily something I'm into, and maybe it's just because I haven't given it a chance, but there hasn't been anything that, like, goes, like, ooh, I gotta watch that. See, I haven't watched any of the movies. I've yeah, watched, watched a more of couple of the shows. Yeah. Like, if I could have watched the first season of Bloodline in theaters, mm. that would have been insane. And if they were to buy something like Landmark, which Landmark is, I mean, think of the Oriental and the Downer Theater. Those are two Landmark theaters in the Milwaukee area. Those are, they got vibes to them. They got a certain community who go to watch movies oh, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, that's the kind of place where Netflix could do marathon weeks, you know? Or marathon months where they'll play three episodes of a season every Friday night right. for the next four weeks. Right. And just come and be part of the community of all of us watching, uh, I don't know, Bloodline together or whatever yeah. other Netflix original. Because that would actually on. work because that would be like three hours which is almost like what most movies like a are marathon you know every night so be like a lord of the rings movie but yeah. but still oh this avengers movie by the way was like two and a half hours like as good as it was a lot of I movies are getting to the two hour mark. they're all they're the money now. for it now yeah. and people are willing to put that uh attention span you know when uh what? as long as there's enough explosions which i have such enough a storyline john <laughs> explosions of there's plenty problems. of stupid explosion point Thanks, movies Michael that are an Bay. hour and a half long all right like that Rampage movie that Brother Wins Washi says was trash. <laughs> was it? I want to see that, though. Oh, my God. Just because j- just of the video game. Like, I love that video yeah, game. Yeah, but that video game... And it actually like... looked like an okay movie. Like, I don't know. I don't know. know. But my brother is also not somebody I trust in terms of movie yeah. critics, but... I mean, I... it's probably, again, just CGI say... porn, basically. Exactly. But... And I mean, when it comes down to it, just go on a Tuesday when you're bored. Yeah. Are you off well, Tuesdays? No, I work Tuesday mornings. Oh, but so... hey, you can still go to Tuesday nights. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll see. Let's see. Next topic of discussion. Fuck, what was I gonna... Oh no, I was gonna say something about attention spans. Isn't it funny though? Like how everybody keeps saying the attention spans of people are getting smaller, well, yet everything are. is getting longer. Well, no, it they, depends they on. Are. It's it's people are having shorter attention spans yeah. on things that matter. Like well, and also uh, not to mention the way that we watch things that are longer. People are pulling their phones out. It's still not considered right. that you have a long attention span. Everything you are still on distracted. everything well, on true. your device and social media is bang 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 yeah. bang. But, but, like, Facebook videos run, like, eight minutes long. Niche content is getting longer. That's the thing, yeah. People who are willing to put themselves in that situation. Like, for example, these superhero movies would not have been able to survive 15 years ago when the decline of budgets and the decline of attention spans in movies were going down. When everyone when everyone started cutting from two-hour to one-and-a-half-hour movies, those these superhero movies wouldn't have survived. They've also... Now they've, that people have the fandom, people are willing to... Wait. Fandom and then also editing and pace has increased. So mm-hmm. you're, you're able to see... Steven Spielberg has has great commentary on this. If you ever, I don't remember what I think it was for AFI. He talked about good band. Say you know what I mean. But American American Film Film Institute. Institute. Yeah. But uh, he he talked about it how 
edits are faster and paces quicker, and so that offsets the length of the movie, and then you couple that with, it's, you know, in the case of the newest Avengers movie, it's within the universe and all these stories and characters that are hot and within recent memory, so... It's a, a this big cluster. Not of to mention with these with these universe movies, they are planning these movies years in advance as the movies previous are being done. Like it's oh, it's a right. rolling snowball effect. Right. It's not like they sit down and then start. It, you know, this is right. constant. Like whatever they did for this Avengers movie, I guarantee you they had thoughts about the plot yeah. line from two years ago. Right. And then once and they've written everything, then they ago. shot it in that six month, seven month, nine month. A period. couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Or even just last year, and then just were able to piece it together. And then the ability of them, I mean, now being owned by Disney, they can throw money at, at multiple editing teams to put that work together. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, versus smaller budgets. I mean, uh, let's see. Oh, this is just a small, fun one that I thought was interesting. So Ford announced they're going to be trimming down their small car lineup, that they'll only be serving two small cars a couple years from now, the yeah. Mustang and the Ford Active. This is right up my alley cars. Yeah. yeah. No. It's <laughs> not at all, but as a business concept and as a consumer, isn't that interesting that like how everyone's going to trucks and SUVs and I'm, I'm a small car fan. Are you, are you a small car I'm fan? a small car. I can't do two doors though. It's got to be four doors. Yeah, no, 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 of course. But I mean, like your car yes. is, your car's getting to the point that you'll be buying one in a couple years. Do you see yeah, yourself? <laughs> like a year. Okay. But do you see yourself buying another sedan or do you see yourself buying like a crossover or a small SUV? Like, uh, like people like Chad, for example, he went and he's like, I want a small SUV. He, that's his style of what he ended up liking. But uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who think like him. But personally, me, I like smaller cars. I I like smaller cars too. My mom's like crossover small SUV though is nice. Like it's like a little Mazda. I like it, except that for the fact I got into an accident with it when it was snowing. Yeah, <laughs> all wheel drive my ass. Um, but no, I I like that thing. I I don't know. I just feel like when I'm driving bigger stuff, I'm gonna like. I take turns fast, so I feel like I'm going to topple over. First you know? and foremost, I drive like I drive in Mario Kart, all right? So... <laughs> just fucking like, burning around yeah, corners. Yeah, no, man. Like I, uh, and I like... Because I'm a city guy, I like uh, like being able to find that parking spot where I can just tuck it in, you know? Okay, see, I'm not a city guy. Yeah, so, so like, for example, like when I would drive like a bigger SUV, or even when I had... I had to rent a Cadillac XTS for a while. That's a full-size sedan. That was not fun to try to parallel park. I can imagine. Not just yeah. because it's hard to parallel park it, just because of the space of it, it required me to find parallel parking spaces that were larger to be more comfortable with parking. Right. It's not fun. Or, oh, man, when I used to whip my mom's mom van, that was not fun parallel parking. Not because it's hard, but because it's big as fuck, man. Right. Oh, man. But those cars are... Uh, I and remember, like, like <sighs> driving my dad's Jeep. I just felt like I was always going to just send that thing over. Scary man, scary. But it's just interesting that this, this is the transition of where we're going. And then they they brought up, well, what about the people who like small cars? Uh, the interesting business model is that soon we won't be owning cars. A lot of people who are city drivers, like myself, where we would be living in a city, we wouldn't own a car. And if we were, we probably wouldn't be living in a city, and we would need a bigger car, or that bigger car would just stay in a parking garage for yeah, the most part. You know. We'd Uber be, everywhere. Yeah, Uber, self-driving cars, and even car rentals. This is gonna be a big market showing up. Where you can just go to a parking lot, rent a car, and walk out. You know, my friend, um, he was telling me about this app. He he hit a pothole and his tires like basically exploded. Okay. Um, and he found this app where you could literally just rent like somebody's car for like a couple days. Uh, Toro or Taro or something like that. 
it, I can't remember what it's I called. know that one is uh, it's a big one because you can rent exotic cars. So like yeah. somebody who owns like a like a Tesla, and you could be like, I want to rent somebody's Tesla for a week, and then right. you pay like a grand and you rent. Yeah, it for a week. and you get like a Tesla for a week. Like, yeah. dude, that's so sick. Like people he was like rent out Maybags, high class Mercedes, uh, like nice Lincolns, uh, the Jeep Wranglers, mm-hmm. ones where people get them all pimped out. Like I'm t- like first date style, you rent one of those cars just for like you you're know, not wrong. You're like, not wrong. You know, you're like you're throwing a couple hundred dollars into a first date but dude if you pull up in one of those cars it's not even just about first date how about a special date you guys are going out for an anniversary Ah, dinner or you're like we're gonna go on a fancy night on the on the lakefront type deal like i just i just want to have a nice car we're just gonna have a good time like it's like instead of renting a limo which is dumb like taking well, her yeah. out on, in my opinion, I just think I don't like limos. I think they're dumb. Like they have, they have a reason know. for, you know, <laughs> unless you have a lot of people in them, just to have me well, and yeah. a girl in the back of a limo, like yeah. kind of dumb. I just unless you got bottles of champagne back there, I guess. But I mean, how long are you driving in which you're gonna enjoy the bottles of champagne? That's the thing. You got to be going. You I gotta... feel like it's more popular in our pop culture minds when we see people from like New York and LA where they're driving in 45 minute traffic <laughs> yeah. versus us in Milwaukee where everything's 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Everything's like 15 minutes from each other. Jeez. But, uh, no, it'd be interesting, but that's, a, that's the future of how transportation is going to move. So, Ford's getting ahead of themselves, and it's it's good. Uh, they'll see, because they've seen lower sales. So, like, the first cars they're going to go are going to be, like, the Taurus and the Focus and the Fiesta, and then they'll be... Uh, see, I'm surprised they're getting rid of the Focus, though, at least well, so Well, they're bringing early. it back as what's called the Focus Active, and that's a new car that hasn't been unveiled yet. That's just they've announced the new cars coming in the next couple of years. So I don't know what the Focus Active is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be like a station wagon looking thing. I don't know if it's even just their electric car. Dude, it's probably one of those but, hatchback crossovers, like just the the, the active lifestyle car. Yeah, like a, like a hatchback Civic or something right. like that. Right, yeah. But we'll see. Like, um, I re- is it that Chevy commercial where he's like, um, they show him the front of the car and then they show him the back and it's a hatchback? And they're like, what would I tell you if this was a hatchback? <laughs> I cream my pants. And I'm like, ah, it's so Let's gross. see some quick ones. Hatchbacks are so ugly to me. Uh, the emoji gun is officially dead. Google and Microsoft have both announced updates in which they will put out the water gun emoji instead of a handgun emoji. Come on, man. It's a fucking emoji. Yeah, that's pretty... That's lame. It's a fucking emoji. What are you going to do? Make the word gun illegal? <laughs> are we just going to start change? Are we just going to start fucking... Making little picture, like setting some kind of standard for little tiny pictures we make now. Like what? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's people, ultimately up to you if you own the content. Thing. But it's fucking stupid. Thing. I mean, now with man. Google, it's interesting because Google will put it forward, but when Google updates it, it'll only affect stock Android emojis. So LG, Samsung, all of them, they still create their own pictures. So it would be up to them in order for them to update theirs as well. So it's not going away entirely from Android, but until those companies start updating. Come on, um, man. Let's see. It's a fucking emoji. Um, <laughs> that's another f- quick one. Ugh. Oh, R. Kelly lost his lawyer, PR rep, and his assistant all ah! week. Uh, so you get after the after the Vince Staples comments. That's what you get, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised it took this fucking long. Somebody brought up a comment and said it, their contracts may have ran out or their. Uh, What's that? the retainer may have ran out, so they're like they don't want to resign with R. Kelly now. So it's like just fuck it. Did, ev- did anybody did, did that? I mean, I mean, I guess it wasn't big as big as it is now, but did nobody see that Boondocks episode? Did that not bury him alone? Man, did nobody did the, see that whole tra- the trial? Did the whole thing not bury him? Everyone talked about the trial back in was oh six or oh seven when oh, he yeah. was uh, when he was on trial for when he did that to the little girl. Oh, unbelievable! Whatever, man. He's just fuck that guy. And he should be in jail, but now speaking of people who shouldn't be in jail and is now free, 
Freak Meek! Meek Mill. Yep. Mill is free. Yep. Finally. That guy never should have been in. Dude, what a goddamn Travis. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so mad about this. Like, I just hope just that now matter. he can put forward and use his, use his power to go and try to help more of these people who have been unjustly uh, incarcerated and, yeah. and uh, help them win their cases to get rectified. And just, we need to start. And, I mean, bouncing off of that, uh, just as a quick digression before I go on uh, something else about Meek Mill. Uh, the whole Seattle, Seattle is going to be decriminalizing marijuana, so that yeah. way they'll be able to I erase the 30 years of people who have been charged with marijuana possession. Yep. I am a huge fan of decriminalization. Yep. I am not Agreed. a huge fan of legalization. Agreed. Um, because, in my opinion, the quote-unquote war on drugs is a racist war based on the people who are possessing. Yep. You know, you want to do real work, you stop people from distributing. Yep. And I don't yep. believe in legalization. But marijuana is a touchy I subject be- because marijuana isn't as bad as other drugs that are out there in terms of how it affects the livelihoods and the health of others. Yep. So, uh, I'm very happy about Seattle doing that, and I hope to see states adopting decriminalizing laws. Not just yep. cities. Exactly, um, I agree. I think I think decriminalization should be a precursor, and a and a necessary piece. It shouldn't be legalization without decriminalization. Agreed. agreed. You want to legalize, fine, but decriminalize at the same damn yep. time. That's all I gotta say. Agreed. I so, think a lot of. I think every. I believe. I personally believe that every single drug should be decriminalized. I personally believe that. Can, can we go over the sure. difference between decriminalized and... Legalized. Yeah. So decriminalized is because if you possess marijuana, just possessing, you are considered a criminal. Yep. This puts you more or less in the same light of a drug dealer or a drug distributor, right. which okay. you're not. And the way that the marijuana laws have been described... Uh, I don't know what the limits are. You can correct me on this, but like, if you are holding an ounce, you are considered intent to sell. Yeah, I can't remember what the intent to is sell is. Is it an ounce, or I thought it, it might have been it's an less. ounce? I it's thought less. it was less. Than less. An ounce. It's even it, worse. I think it's I half an ounce. I don't even right? know exactly what it is. But, but there's a there's a number in which it says this is means intent to distribute, but, and I'm sorry, even right. an ounce. Nobody is right. distributing an ounce. I'm sorry, like no. I don't smoke or anything no, like that, no. but I know that nobody's distributing an ounce. No. Like maybe well, you go half season on an ounce, but that's not distributing. In all. In all fairness, you can distribute any any amount, but the the concept is to get rid of those laws so that it there isn't stigma associated with intent to sell. Because there's, for example, okay. see that's what I was versus thinking. legalization yeah. allows free production of allowing to do whatever you want, which with. Is, which is also good. But in, in the case to marijuana in versus the, other drugs, in the case of in in this case, what really needs to happen is the decriminalization needs to take place in such a way that. The intent to sell, just like the intent to sell label is is banned and, and gotten rid of, because there are black men, especially black men, that have get caught with like to, to, like small small small. This is what I'm bringing up. Totally yeah. for personal use, that are that get slapped with the intent to sell label because of how the police. And when work. you get hit with intent to sell, it's a lo- much har- larger, right. and harsher and fine you, and jail an, sentence. Th- there are certain states, like the state of Wisconsin, where if you're caught with a certain amount, you're already be, already going to be tried as a felon. You're already yeah. going to be convicted as a felon if so if you have it on. It's it's uh it's a it's a messy conversation, but it's a conversation that needs to be had and be taken care of. Basically, what happens when you decriminalize things? That it's still legal for black market production is still legal, no, evil. or is still illegal. But having having the 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 drug on you 
The point the is, substance is that you shouldn't, on you, blame is not the, you shouldn't be blaming the user. You got to blame the pusher. Right. This right. is the way it has to go. Yeah. And addiction is a addiction is a disease public health issue. and a public health issue. So it's not a it's, it's not a, it's exactly, not a criminal justice issue. Exactly. It, even if even if someone is using heroin, just using heroin to me, you shouldn't be a criminal. Like if you're just using heroin and you're not doing anything to well, endanger anybody's life, the person sold you the heroin is a criminal. Is, indirectly trying to kill you and it's not like they well, mean to kill you but they are handing you something that can kill you they just want the money but you Obviously. but you could hand so, you if someone's 480 pounds and that and their their capacity for any other high fatty and high sodium foods is completely gone handing them selling them a bag of chips could also kill them yeah so then that's what i mean but even then I'll, the point being is that legalize Legalizing is, is okay. I'm not against legalization. It's just that I don't see it as important as decriminalization because decriminalization helps. Right. That's us the first. As that's at least more. the first step. Yeah. And it, we need to yeah. get we, every single if if because when it got legalized in these states, yep. it doesn't erase what happened to the people who are in jail right. for these um, these drug related charges. Now, when Seattle does this, it allows these people to be free. With it allows, who were arrested within the city. Yeah, now, and it allows them to get their records like expunged or yep. wiped or corrected or whatever. Deal. Like, isn't it already legal in Seattle? It is. Yeah, but somebody so, but who was now, busted with it ten years ago, it wasn't legal. They're 10 years still. Ago. Yeah, so they're they still. legalized before they decriminalized. Yep. In this situation, in the yes. state, okay. yes. And but the city, be, it's, but yeah. the city is taking. The city is decriminalizing it. Yeah. So okay. now, so now, just the 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 actual amount at any time in history, if you're in jail for it, you should be released for having it having it on you hopefully everyone follows suit with what seattle did and once seattle can prove that what it did is positive to the community over the next six months to a year we'll see another city do the same thing and then hopefully a couple years from now we'll see states doing the same thing there's a lot there's a handful of cities that have decriminalized it that don't even have like the state the city of madison decriminalized certain amounts not all of it certain amounts but that's still respectable in a way because again personal use not not against it you know it's just yeah like, okay, you got half a kilo, I understand intent to sell. <laughs> but you got an ounce, man, and that ounce lasts you a month, like, that's just you re-upping. That's you buying a box of toilet paper. Like, yeah, that's just like you, know? you buy in bulk because it's cheaper and it'll last yeah. you longer. And it's yeah. because it, it puts less stress on you for knowing, oh, I gotta go get more of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I buy the big box of cereal because I don't want to go, oh, shit, I'm out of cereal this month. Right. This, this week, you know? Um... Well, it's funny to compare marijuana to cereal, but whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, you smoke some, you eat some cereal. You I know? guess, yeah. right? Cereal, uh, they... ar- cereal is arguably more dangerous anyway because of the sugar in it. But so I won't wham, Everything in I large won't, amounts won't is bad for you, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you eating Cheerios every day isn't a bad thing. You eating Cheerios two, three times a day is a bad thing. Yeah. They're not Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios is what I'm yeah. saying. Frosted know. Cheerios. Yeah. How yeah. was them chocolate ones? Or was it Frosted the, Flakes? That was Chocolate Frosted Flakes. Ooh, yeah, that you, sounds good. So good, though. That sounds right. really good. The milk you get from that, too. I'm not a milk guy. Like, I never drink the milk from my cereal. Is I drink it like it. having Cocoa Puffs milk? Ooh. I don't really eat Cocoa Puffs, oh, okay. so I couldn't Definitely. tell you. But that... no, it's like you get the sugar and the chocolate it's in there, so it's so good. I got you. Dude, it's so good. Coming back to Meek Mill, so we can transition to a sports topic for you guys to enjoy. Can we clown him for a second for oh. showing up in that brown t-shirt and jeans looking like he came hey, straight man. out of 2K? Hey, man. man. <laughs> do okay. whatever you want to do. They gave him a change of clothes. They came up and was like, here's some clothes, hey, man. man. We pulling you out of jail, taking you straight from the chopper yep. to the game, all right? If, so, I, if I just got out of jail, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. No, dude. It, I'd wear a fucking... happiest face Oh, dude, I'd have a fucking so jumpsuit oh, on. I don't give a shit. And then those side-by-side, like, release photos when he's, like, running through the streets. So happy. It was amazing. So happy. 
funny. So amazing. But I want to transition to sports talk. So first we could talk about Meek Mill showing up to the Sixers game. I thought that was really cool. Granted, you know, it's just white men trying to be it, like, yo, we're cool with this rapper, even though we oh, probably wouldn't have cared five but years the ago. Whole but the whole city like, of Philly, though. Yeah, like, because, I mean, the Eagles came out they, they, uh, at the Super so much Bowl love. to a Meek Mill song. Man, when I went to Philadelphia for that festival, Meek Mill made a surprise appearance on Jay-Z's stage. All right? Damn. That city... When they probably just, erupted. It was insane because uh, I'm a minority in that city because it doesn't attract a lot of out-of-city people. You know, maybe some East Coasters, but I mean, I'm coming from Wisconsin, coming to this festival in Philadelphia. I'm definitely in the minority. Um, but seeing the crowd erupt as when he did, uh, what's that name of that song that's on Dream Chase, uh, Dream, uh, uh, Nightmares, fuck, what's the, the intro song, the one that's the hype-up oh, song, the I one know. that they played at the, 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 I the know opening the, of the Super Bowl. Yeah. I know, I know the song. I, t- I know it song. well, but I don't. I don't. He know opens on that when he ran out on Jay Z's stage, just as a surprise to all of us, and the entire crowd erupted and rapped every word perfectly. Damn! It was like they were surprised. Like song. It was no. the full song. It was not. It was incredible energy. The amount of this is the impact that Meek Mill has on Philadelphia. It's incredible. It's. I mean, like you said, Philadelphia loves Meek Mill, they and do. It, it, it is infected sports. It's infected everybody. And everybody loves Meek Mill, and as they should. He's an incredibly talented I like person. Meek Mill. He's and a I'm good not a, person. As you know, I'm not a big rap fan, but I yeah. like Meek Mill. No, no, no man, he's shit. he's good. Rap. He's the rap that we liked from when we were younger. Like yeah. energy. Yeah. Like when you we want to hear somebody attack and, a beat. And like you he's know, got I mean? bars. Yeah, he's, and got, he's got bars. He has bars, which to me is necessary and, sufi- and sufficient condition exactly. to be considered a rapper. Shout out to Deadface. Um, but yeah, so Philadelphia, Philadelphia won their, uh, <laughs> Philadelphia won their, uh, their series. Dude, and I'm telling really nice. you, it was nice to him, for him to be able to watch that series. To watch I'm, that game. I'm calling the Sixers to win the championship. I hope so. Just so oh, Philly oh, teams so great. win every major sporting event this year. I wish that happened in Wisconsin a few years ago when the Packers won the Super Bowl and I think the Badgers, no, the Badgers lost the, uh, the Rose Bowl that year, did they? Yeah, I yep. think so. I'm, oh my god! Yeah, the management. Yeah, but then the Clock Brewers had like a management. really good run, and then they ended up failing in the in the in the playoffs. Like it was like that year where yeah. we thought that Wisconsin sports was gonna be like yeah. Was that the was that, that the Wisconsin? Yep, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah, when yeah. Niger Morgan hit that? Yeah. Oh. Niger Morgan, people's dinger. champ. Bring him back. Speaking of Milwaukee sports. Bucks disappointed me yesterday. I'm so glad I'm not a big Bucks fan. I'm so happy I'm not I a big can't Bucks fan. I'm a Milwaukee fan. I love my city as much yep. as I, you know, I say I want to move out and stuff. That's for different reasons. Like I love this city, man, and it would have, I would have loved to see us enter the second round. No way in hell we were gonna make it to the finals, yeah. but like I would have loved to see us enter the second round. Why? That would have been a big moment for us. You can't. They say. got the best matchup in the Eastern Conference. Okay, here's well, my. We got a shitty team well, chemistry coach thing. Well, like the planning of the plays was terrible. The Celtics terrible. have, to me, the Celtics have the best, best coach, coach in the NBA. Yeah, and you saw it. Brad you Stevens s- is great. You saw the way that the Celtics played, and then you saw the way that the Bucks were playing. The Bucks were panicking yesterday, the entire game. It was disappointing. I'm like, come on, you guys are better than this. Yep. That coach is just, I don't know, man. I can't believe he's not utilizing them and telling them how to play their roles correctly. The to, no. to match up defense and to match up how offensive plays. I can't say the that the rebounding I'm, was bad last night. Man. I can't say that I'm not surprised. Can I get 15 seconds to shit on the Bucks real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, you have an MVP caliber player, and you can't even beat a team in the Eastern Conference missing their two best players. Well, to be fair, Terry Rozier is a fucking animal. Yeah, absolute animal. Is he better than Kyrie? No, but Bam. then again, Kyrie is cold sometimes, and Terry Rozier only had two cold games in the whole series. 
that's still two cold games. Yeah, but then Jalen Brown picked up the slack. Tatum picked up the slack. Now imagine if they Horford had picked too. up the slack. Yeah, if they had Hor- if they had Hayward and Kyrie, I want to say it would be even scarier. But the way they probably would have swept the Bucks. the way Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum play and played, and Horford Horford has played out of his mind. Well, yeah, you know, like I, I think I was actually shitting on the Celtics at the beginning of the year, like after the draft when they took Jason Tatum. I think I was, or no, maybe I was shitting on. Machine. Uh, because did the Celtics have the first pick originally? I can't remember. I think the Celtics had the first pick. Was they he, traded with. Oh yeah, what they end up with second or something. Like something that. like that. But they traded back, got Jason Tatum, and I, I found it confusing since I already had Hayward. But I was like, uh, whatever. But Jason Tatum, man. Ooh, pieces. He's Celtics, the Celtics future. did a very good job this series. Uh, Celtics can be good for a couple of years. The Bucks could. They got. They only have room. They have only room to get better. Celtics, Sixers, new East. It's gonna be Eastern insane. Conference rivalry. LeBron. I'm, I'm excited. LeBron is no more. I'm sorry. You know he's what? no. I more. still love that guy. He's not going to the Eastern Conference Finals anymore. He might go this year, maybe if he yeah. can beat the Sixers. But once that Celtics team gets healthy and that Sixers team gets older. LeBron's done. I'm not commenting on LeBron until we know what he happens, what he does after this season. I still think he's. I. I have to go to the West. Still think he's the greatest. Uh, we'll see what happens after this season and what he ends up doing. Not necessarily he's whether he leaves or not, but what ends up happening with the team itself if they end up making any moves. We'll have to see. He's going to the Rockets. But uh, positive. Personally, if he leaves, uh, my vote's Philly. Positive. I don't see him going no, to the West. He's not going to Philly. There's no. Can't way. be in Philly. He'll go to the West. Ben Simmons is to too much LeBron. Yep. Okay. They're no. the same player. No, since the Buck season is Just over, Benson's do you guys have comments as to what we should be doing in the offseason to prepare for next year? Not doing doing um, everything they I'll can to get a real center. In they, terms of signing somebody, getting rid of somebody. Doing what, everything they can about. to get a real center. Here, here's another problem with the Bucks. And build around Middleton and Giannis. Jabari is out the door. Well, so. they're not re-signing him. His contract is up, and I don't think they're going to re-sign him. No, he's out the door. Even if his, I don't know if his contract's up this year or not. Either I'm way, following him. I'm getting a Parker jersey. Either way, he's out the door. So you're gonna have to replace that. So Bucks already lose a piece right there. Yeah. You're gonna have to replace that. They need to do whatever they. If, if Jabari's out the door, and it's a very good 99% chance that he's gone, which to me pisses me off. They um, need to do unless it. they hire a new coach and he gets along with that coach really well. We that's the to, only thing We should say. hire Budenholzer right now. That's the guy from Atlanta, right? Yep. Because that's how right I feel. Now. I really think that'd be a good right fit. Right now. Awesome guy. Need to get him now. Second thing we need to do, if to, controlling for whatever, we need to do whatever we can, or the Bucks need to do whatever they can to get a real center. If they can't get a real center, they need to do whatever they can to get a guy like Miles Turner. Who can rebound? He Miles, can score in the paint. Or they should just get Miles Turner. Yeah, that's fine with me too. But he can rebound. He can score in the paint. He can shoot outside. Is there any players that you would like to get rid of? Hook him. I'm not a big Bucks fan, so it doesn't really matter. How about you? Do you feel any way, John? We need to dump unnecessary dump, contracts. Dump that's Giannis. All I'll say. Get rid of Giannis. <laughs> you know what? You and Mo can have a conversation. Now, if, <laughs> does now, he say that? Mo doesn't like Giannis. What? He calls him trash. He's Mo, not trash. No, that's just, for sure. Mo just uh, does Giannis? Mo, Mo likes the what's the word I'm looking for here? Stir the pot? No, that, but uh, 
Does Giannis do things? He likes that... to hyperbolize things. Oh yeah, <laughs> Giannis does things that frustrate me. Like he'll drive as hard as he can into the paint and then ex- expect to Giannis, get a foul. Giannis is improving instead of like look at Giannis like but last year or two seasons ago when he would drive and he would just dunk and not care about getting contact. Gian- Listen, Giannis, that's what he should do. Don't yeah. you think he should get those calls though, being the superstar? Oh yes, but I I think Giannis should just do whatever the fuck he wants and not Giannis, try to get contact. From the way I'm observing him over the last couple of years, Giannis is improving his skill and his physical aspects. He's only 23 years old. But he needs work on his basketball IQ. I think he needs a good coach to show him how to think on the court. He he shouldn't hesitate. He he is going to be the leader of the team and uh, based on his personality and how he gets along with everybody on the team. So I think that there's a coach that needs to start taking time with him to to train him for that. I don't think Kidd was doing that for him. Well, Kid did a lot to develop Giannis. He did. In all fairness. But I don't know if he did enough for his basketball mentality, his basketball IQ. I think he did a lot. I think he did. I think he did I, a lot to improve his skill. I Well, I think he did a lot and a good amount to develop skill and IQ. I don't think he did a good job of developing the team. The rest him. of them? That's what I think. Okay. I can, I can agree with All you. I know is Middleton is fucking amazing, and finally some people are going to give him credit for that fake-ass jumper he has. That shouldn't even exist. Where he doesn't that, jump, and those those that when buzzer got, beater was when he's got def- defenders in his hands face. down the buzzer beaters in this playoffs, like all across the teams, have been insane. Like the LeBron one, the uh, oh the one that the the guy on the Warriors had yesterday. Oh, it was the same buzzer beater. I refuse to court. watch any Warriors games too. So oh, we just watched because it was the next game. We just kept it on. KD a snake. Fuck that guy. Eat my ass. You know what I'm most mad about though? Victor Oladipo not being in OKC anymore. Wow! But um, he's doing numbers, dude. He's so good. He is doing numbers on the on the Pacers. He did a great job this series, and it's been very impressive this season the way that he's been playing. Like the Google? Victor Oladipo. Oh, he's a like, monster. He should be on OKC and not. He's a monster. Dude. Like if Paul George leaves, and they don't have Oladipo anymore, what a failure by the organization right there. And I'm an OKC fan, so that hurts to say. And we take a pause here to restart the live video. the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> and the races are off. All I know is I want Miles Turner on the Bucks. I've wanted Miles Turner on the Bucks for a while, and I definitely want him now. Or, and or, do whatever they can do. The Bucks need to do whatever they can do to get a center. Hashtag hook them. Positives from the Bucks series obviously playing at home in the playoffs is a good thing for the bucks so if they could do enough in the season to secure home court advantage they would be a serious team because they could win two games really quick and then see how the rest of it goes that's think, all I'm, i don't know did we win all our games at home this series we yes. did okay that's so. why we lost because it was whoever had home court was winning yep. okay so that's yeah, how it went this literally year. that's how it went yeah. change of pace change of style both, I mean, any team's going to play better at home Bucks, in theory. The Bucks, but, because of how much they love their city and the city loves them, they get extremely motivated when they play here. Yep. Which is so crazy. It's not so much that the Celtics played worse when they were playing here. We just outplayed them when we played here. Did, did you right. notice a shift in fandom, though, after Giannis became a superstar? Oh, absolutely. Because there were no Bucks fans to oh, be absolutely. seen. Oh, absolutely. Okay, but you have to remember, the Bucks historically have not been a good team. Why should anyone no. want to well, look up to them if we got the Brewers and the Packers and the, the Badgers? Historically, they've been a good Fine. team. How about this? They have not been years. a great team. 
Last 20 years, they had their moments. But yeah, their just moments, but good. for somebody to say we're going to be Bucks fans, to 40 years, years, come on, man. Team. It was Bucks teams in the 90s, early 2000s. In the 80s, Bucks before teams were they changed, 15 years. Before yep. they got rid of the purple. Fine, 15 years. That was when they lost me. Yeah, I don't think they, so. They, I swear trash. to God. I swear to God. <laughs> purple and green was trash. I loved purple. Are you joking? Dude? I the purple and it. green was so it was sick. so great. Because then they went to that the logo red. logo was the worst. That red and, they went to that red and green that looking like awful. Christmas out there. I'm, Talk so about a terrible, terrible front office during but that time. But here oh my God. is where we come to this point. I was reading the other day, the Bucks are sixth in merchandising in the NBA. Because of Giannis. Because of Giannis, and hands down, and hands down, and look up terms of jersey sales, but I don't yep. think it's just jersey sales that's driving this oh, number. It's all jersey sales. It's, but, I can guarantee no, you. No, let me tell you why. Jersey sales, yes, definitely up, but actual just general fan bucks merchandising, shirts, hoodies, all that. It's because because of Giannis, though. He's in. He's he's influencing people to want to buy them. But you know what's yeah, finis- finalizing the sale? You know what's finalizing the sale? Giannis. The stuff actually looks good. The colors look good, but it wouldn't matter. And the designs look good. The new logo looks good. You could have this, shitty stuff. I would, I would wear a Bucks fan stuff. Like I would wear Bulls stuff because I like the Bulls design. Yeah, I so like do the I. Bulls logo mainly because it's black and red. That's one of my favorite. And color the logo is got that nice taste to it. And the way they design their jerseys, they're nice. Or then the way they design they're their gear, solid. it's nice. Yeah, it's got a good look to it. I will say the Bucks black jerseys, one of my favorite so jerseys exactly. of all time. That's so what I'm saying. Sick. The designs are nice. Like I, you could go and buy a John Henson jersey, and you'd still look good just because of how good those jerseys look. Never. Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, Henson <laughs> slander will not be tolerated Henson, in my. Henson vicinity. slander will be very often. Yeah, no. Henson slander. Henson. The Henson's, only issue with Henson is that he's overpaid Henson's, for what he does. No. Henson's a chooch. No. Henson yeah, is a know. solid role player who does not get in anybody's way, mm-hmm. and it does his job when he needs. He to. gets in the way of the Bucks a lot. I don't think he gets in the, the way. The uh, the good old baby face bitch. <laughs> you know what? If we had a Henson's real center, guy. we could have a if real center. If I was going to play pickup, Henson's my guy. Should get a real center and get rid of him. Well, you're going to get smoked in that pickup game. You know what? Yeah. Nah, he's going to be out there with that t-shirt under his jersey. He's going to get slam. absolutely just manipulated. See how awkward his slam dunks are? They get, they're so good. I love him. I love Henson, man. He just paid, he's paid way too much because of his contract terms. It's a long contract that costs a lot of money. If he's willing to resign at a lower amount. I don't even know how he got a new contract. Because no, this is a original poor, contract. Poor management. This stuff he was, like, like, he was drafted, I swear to God, like seven years ago. Okay, it's got to be on It was like 2012. He had an extension from his rookie contract. It's a seven year contract. I think, it was his, I think his contract ends this year or next year. Well, it's it's a long and expensive contract. That's his issue. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Joke. I think him and Zeller are two of the worst centers in the league. And we have two of the worst Yeah, centers I think the Zeller trade was overhyped. And. I hated Zeller since college. I'm not a fan of Snell. I don't have a hatred. I just don't have he a He just fan can't of him. find his shot. Yeah. So He's a, he also. Never mind. No, no, no. Too, too racy. He's too dark. It's hard to see him in general. Okay, whatever. That's not a real reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go as just. That's not a real reason. All I know is. Timing was uh, bad, yeah. Whatever. Mark's foul. Technical foul ejected. Um, <laughs> That's a five. Yep. Um. I think that's a tech Tony foul. Snell just couldn't find a shot in especially the last part of the season and then into the into the playoffs. Um but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, see, Chad's got a good point. Exactly. Big three league next to Austin Rivers. Exactly. I mean, get, of course Henson didn't play what, I think he was hurt after game two. But Henson was getting just destroyed by Aaron Baines. 
Let's see. Destroyed. Aaron Baines looked great this series. So are we gonna finish up any any last uh, NBA talks? Anybody else have opinions no, on that? I'm else? done with the NBA. I don't know, man. All right. I don't know. Next, uh, next thing. I had quick. enough of the NBA talk when you said Bucks. <laughs> Middleton. All, all, all I'm gonna say is Middleton. As, Middleton did a is, great job. Is as great as I've always thought he is, and he will be great. Thon showed up this playoff continue. series. I yeah, was very impressed. Playoff Thon. Playoff Thon's great, Thon's... but he disappeared in the last game. Yeah, that was did very he? disappointing. But Bledsoe showed up. Yeah, but he disappeared the rest of the game. He yeah, right. absolutely destroyed by Terry Rozier. He got cooked. All series long by Terry Rozier. Rozier did great, though. Terry Rozier is a great... Do you like that whole beef, though, the whole series, and then they ended up shaking up at the end? Because I know it's just an all-good fun. Terry Rozier... you got to have fun in competition in the playoffs. ...is a great player. You heard it here. He is a great player. Conversely, Marcus Smart, I hate you. Let's talk As a Bucks fan, I hate you. You always seem to slap us. He pisses me off. I feel like if I was a Celtics fan, I'd like him, because he's just... He's kind of like... He's kind of like Delhi 5.0. But let's uh this is in your real loss, Josh, and we'll see how you feel about this. Maybe John will jump in when he comes back. Um sports related still, the NFL cheerleaders lawsuit. Oh yeah. Uh, very interesting. Uh cheerleader from the Saints, the New Orleans Saints. She had gotten fired for posting a picture on her private Instagram of her wearing a lace bodysuit. Uh, they, she has broken the breach of contract and she, when that happened, she decided to bring up how ridiculous cheerleader contracts are in the NFL versus, or not contracts, but the, uh, like their code of conduct. And, uh, it is actually ridiculous once I started reading into what's going on. Um, these are the stipulations that are put on NFL cheerleaders versus their male counterparts on the football teams themselves. A male, uh, a NFL cheerleader is not allowed to have any public social media accounts. All of them have to be private. They're not allowed to follow or be followed by any NFL players, and not just the ones on their team, but even others. So if she's a Saints fan, or she's a Saints cheerleader, she's not allowed to have any sort of social media interactions with uh, a Packers player, or a Bears player, or a Patriots player. Uh, there's, they, they separated them in this regard. Uh, at the same time, they are not allowed to do any sort of work as a model um, outside of the NFL, and they are not allowed to do any sort of semi-nude or nude photographing uh, as a model while being employed as an NFL cheerleader, which all of it is a load of shit. Actually, I understand not doing anything outside of the NFL because maybe, yeah, you can say, like, you know, you're an employee of the NFL, but come on, man, like, restricting what they may or may not wear when, to be honest, you could probably see an NFL player shirtless on his Instagram. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're never wearing shirts. Yeah, right. Well, and the off chance they're wearing their jersey in a in a gameplay shot. Right. But like, NFL players, on the other hand, are free to do whatever they want on social media, uh, which I think is a load of shit. I understand that they're probably saying it because the NFL players are driving attention on social media to the franchise and for the business. But so do cheerleaders. I was going to say, how do the cheerleaders? So not do cheerleaders. Uh, to be honest, I think a lot of fans of their respective teams would follow certain NFL cheerleaders. And be like, you know what? I'm a fan of whatever team because this girl's really hot. I mean, it's not really a good way to be a fan of something, right. but hey, you're going to drive still, sales one way or the other. I mean, like... And I feel like it involves... Man, you could sell, like, team cheerleader outfits based on these girls to girls so that you can widen the sales demographic for the franchise. Imagine being a Cowboys fan as a woman. Granted, you could buy a woman's jersey. Very but imagine getting like a woman's cowboy cheerleader top. Like a top. 
Like, unless like, you gotta like, get a whole outfit, just a top. Okay, so you're talking just like shirts and stuff promoting the cheerleaders rather than like an actual cheerleaders outfit. Yeah. So like for example, okay. like cheerleaders could say. Or, like, it would be, obviously, a shirt that shows that it's more of a cheerleader style to say, like, this is a cheerleader shirt. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And if they do sell those kinds of shirts, I'm not sure because I'm not a woman and I don't shop on the NFL shop. I would put section. money on the Cowboys, do just because they're it's the so... Cowboys. Right. But, hey, why not open it to all teams? Right. Why not have that opportunity? That's a sales opportunity, and these girls are mo- they're beautiful, and they could model these in Instagram shots. Yeah. But... Regardless, point being, another one, this is the one that pissed me off the most, was the fact that it is all on the girl and she would be blamed if... So, for example, scenario. Saints cheerleader is at a club and she's enjoying time with her and her friends. She may be with her man if her man is not a football-related person. and um, Or her woman if she's, you know... Uh, yeah, let's be PC. States women. It doesn't matter. I mean, one way or the other. If a NFL player, it does not even have to be the Saints players, it could be the visiting team happens to show up at the same club, the same bar, the same restaurant, the same anything. You cannot be in the same building or same vicinity as an NFL player. The, it is in the responsibility of the cheerleader to, to realize that an NFL player is in the room. And get she has to and get up out. and leave the entire establishment. I heard that somewhere, and I think I heard that same argument from something. It is bullshit! It's so... So garbage, like, un- like that's so unbelievable. Like you're, you know, you're sitting down having a nice meal, and also just because a football player walks in the restaurant, you have to get up and leave. Yeah, that's that's retarded. Such a it's joke. backwards thinking. Such a joke. It's it's unrealistic. Why should she have to tailor her life? Yeah, and not just her life. This is her out of work life. How her about if she's work- already sitting down, the NFL player has to leave? How about that? Or who gives a fuck? Or who gives a fuck? Yeah, and, and you're right. In the broader sense, in the who broader gives a sense fuck? of it, who cares? Like, like uh, yeah, how is that? It's just dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb it, because like, it's you, you're you're conspiring two different codes of conduct based on who they play for, and in all realities, it's a sexist rule because there are no male cheerleaders in the NFL and there are no female players in the NFL. I don't know if there's a rule that female players can't be in the NFL. I don't, know. I don't think so because aren't there female so. college players? So potential, and I know they tend to be kickers, but not in Division One. I, I don't think not in Division One. Okay, but to be honest, but I could be wrong on that. Down too. in the possibility of it, though, if there is one who's capable of outperforming a male counterpart to play a kicker or whatever position, yeah, by all like means, I, I've be definitely able to seen female kickers. Yeah, I know of it as a thing. Uh, I don't, and like you said, it, it may not be Division One, so I might be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. I just know that there are coll- uh, collegiate right, female yeah, athletes no, to play on football teams. Out there. Um, but you might be right that it might be only like D2 or D3 schools rather than D1. Right, because you're not going to, like those are scholarship players, you're not going to use a scholarship, as shitty as, like you're not going to use a scholarship on a female, like, it's a it's, shitty it, concept. It's a city con- shitty concept, but that's just how it goes. And hopefully one day we'll have that female player who can, you know, say fuck I'd love it to and see I'm going it. to, Fucking and she does, to a great, she does a great job and outperforms the kicker that's, uh, that she has to go against in, you know, the combine, and, Dude, and she gets oh picked up God. in the draft. It would be oh. great. It would be great. It would be awesome. A, but point being, this whole situation that these NFL cheerleaders have to be in is, is incredibly insane. It's absolutely insane. So she has filed a class action lawsuit with other cheerleaders who have joined, and the news this week was that she and the other cheerleaders are willing to settle for one dollar on the off chance that not the off chance on the opportunity that they would get to sit down with Roger Goodell to have a conversation about these issues, 
uh, for like a 30 or 45 minute meeting. She said she wants a substantial meeting where they can have an honest conversation and whether it works in their favor or not, who knows, but he like they're asking him to take it seriously and to talk about it. And in reality, he has to. They're giving you this opportunity to let you avoid a major, you know, payout scandal type deal and have not have to and- drawn it out in courts. Take it, and hopefully you can make some changes to the code of conduct. Well, and not only that, like, this is just me being the journalism student. That's a good PR move on his part to just do it. Like, yeah, it's Because if he doesn't do it, that is terrible PR. And to be honest, the NFL is in no position for it to no. allow no. bad press you on can't. themselves. You They're know. in a terrible position with everything surrounding the NFL. And at this point... I mean, the only thing I understand in the code of conduct that I can say is reasonable in terms of as a business aspect when you're an employer, yeah, you're not allowed to do any modeling work outside of the NFL. That, that's fine. Uh, I'm not mad at that. But for you to put impose these stipulations in terms of how they run themselves on social media and how they have to handle themselves in front of players out in public, that, that's a ridiculous, ridiculous way. You're, you're monitoring the way these people run their lives outside of work. That, that's bullshit. Yeah, that... What if you were a cheerleader and all of a sudden, like, the Bills were in town... And the offensive lineman comes... I mean, I guess you understand that he's a football player, but, like, come on. Like, what if, like, somebody's unrecognizable... Yeah. And then you get fucked. Yeah. And I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, it probably has. More than likely. Yeah. What's funny is that aggressive assholes who beat women and beat the shit out of them are totally fine to be in the league, but... Yep. As a cheerleader, you're not allowed in the same room. It's bullshit. Classic. Of that same piece of shit, too. Yep. It's just a protectionist... Clause for fucking alpha male assholes. Next topic that's not as much bullshit. Well, bullshit is how it went down, but nice story. You can follow up from what you guys talked about last week. The Waffle House shooter. They caught the guy this week uh, after you guys aired the episode last week. Was he really naked? Yeah. I could not find now, that Now, I don't know if he was naked upon entering the restaurant, but the the, the report was when he fled the restaurant, he was naked. Mm. Interesting. Because so I, I couldn't find that detail yeah. anywhere. Uh, so when he had fled the restaurant, he was naked. Uh, but I don't know if he had gotten naked in the restaurant, if he had come in the restaurant. But here's the weird thing that came into this issue. He was... He was arrested for something in which the police had taken his guns away. And they handed it over to his father. And then his father handed the guns back to him. It's really tough when it's a white guy. And then the guy also happened... This is also yeah. a weird privilege conversation. The guy happened to walk into a BMW dealership Somehow got the keys handed to him for a test drive and just yeah, took the car. Yeah. When's the last time you took a test drive for a car and the salesman wasn't in your car? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Good question. Yeah, yeah. Why Actually. I'm just saying because I've recently gone car shopping for a few cars, like these places, and we're the also, salesman's always in there. We're also for, white. Because uh, yeah. when uh, I got, I been, like, when I got my G6, granted, it was a used car on a used lot, like a small used lot. Maybe that's why, but they weren't with us in no, the car. No, this is a BMW dealership. Right, so I'm willing to bet a this BMW a... dealership would have a salesperson in the car because you're not going to let somebody drive off with your BMW. Exactly. So very, very interesting as to how that went down, that this guy kept getting passes for, I think the month and a half leading up to this event. Probably one of those daddy's boy types. That's wow. how he got his guns back, too. Yeah. And now the father is possibly going to be in trouble. Should be. Hand- he should, should be. give him his guns back. Fuck it's just you, a matter dude. of... Uh, yeah. They got to prove the legality of saying that he may have had to sign an agreement saying that the guns are back in his possession. So we have to see as to what it is. Yeah. Because uh, he may have not signed over... right. Like It wasn't an actual signing over of rights to guns back right. to the guy. Right. Back to the son, so they may be able to press charges on the father too. I'm not. I'm not. He should. The dad, house, but we'll the see. dad should be at least 
at least required to be tied up to a pole in public and get slapped a couple times. <laughs> at least metaphorically. At holy the very shit, man. You're a failure as a parent. Yeah. Second of all, fuck you. <laughs> Third of all, fuck you again. Fourth of all, and infinity of all, fuck your son for everything that he yep. did in that situation. Yeah, that that's... Was, I mean... Wilson shoots up a Waffle House, man. Is there no place that anyone can be in? It really comes down to this. And that's what's scary. And again, it was the AR-15. Again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's whatever. We're not going to get into this gun conversation. You guys have heard our opinions on guns all mm. throughout of the season of our, uh, you know, of our podcast. Let's see. Let's transition real quick into some music talk. Uh, first and foremost, you know, last weekend, uh, even though I missed it, the last weekend was the death anniversary of Prince, in which the state of Minnesota has found that there is no criminal charges to be pressed against uh, the against Prince's death. Uh, they have not found any evidence to charge anyone. And the family's estate has now gone to press charges against doctors who were involved in prescribing the medications, as well as Walgreens, who is the pharmacy. Um, because I that. think what was happening was that the medication was being prescribed to other people where the doctors were knowledgeable, knowing that it was going to Prince in the end. So yeah. the uh, the family's estate will be trying to prove that. Should we be surprised that the state is protecting itself and protecting its opioid ring right now? Um, no. I can't say that about no. the state of Minnesota because state of Minnesota... I'm not saying the state. I'm talking about the state in general, the capital S. Oh. I'm talking about the state in general, not just the state of Minnesota, but the state, the government, and the system in power is doing what it can to protect its opioid ring while simultaneously putting out media about how bad opioids are. Interesting. While not doing anything positive about it. Interesting. Or productive about it. Can't pretend to be surprised. Um... Next topic. Uh, Drugs are bad until we sell them to you. Um, next topic would be, let's see, Drake announced an album, and only reason uh, I'm bringing only reason yep. why I'm bringing it up is because it's I funny mean, we how we could get that deep. <sighs> I don't want to go too Listen, deep. Listen, let me let me just bring up why I'm bringing this up. He announced the name of the album will be Scorpion. Everyone's sitting here going like, "Oh, why is it called Scorpion?" I'm like, um, "He's born in October. He's a Scorpio. I'm pretty sure this is just him going like." This is a me album, like I'm, because the last few songs he's come out, this is back to his older styles, his older roots, rather than um, the way he's been doing for the last couple of years. So it's like Drake is just being him again. So it's probably saying like instead of calling it Scorpio, he's calling it Scorpion. Like this is me. Like he's October's very own man. This Should is we call Aubrey Graham? <laughs> Self-title <laughs> called Suburban Guy from Canada. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. Um, J Cole album dropped. I thought it was very nice. Holy shit. You heard us talk about it in a little bit of the intro and the teaser part of the podcast in the beginning, but uh, very good album. Wow. Cole haters can be Cole haters, but... <laughs> you're, you look real stupid if you're a Cole hater right now. Yeah, it's not even just about stupid. You're just missing out, man. You just look stupid. Quality quality bars, quality message. Mm-hmm. People who disliked the beginning of the album because he was rapping the way he was, I think they you have to look at point. it as... You're missing make, the point. Yeah, what he's saying is that I understand what you're doing is an art form, you mumble rappers, but look at the fact that I'm doing what you do and I'm still making a quality song out of it. And when he's I am mumbling. doing what you do better. And this is what hip-hop is all about. That's what remix culture was 15 years ago. I took your beat that somebody sold to you and I rapped better over it. That was the whole point of remix culture. Yep. And this is what J. Cole is evolving that culture into. It's that I'm going to take your style or I'm going to adapt your style and I'm still going to make a quality song out of it. Yep. And everyone who wants to call 1985, the last track, a diss record, 
It's not a diss record. So it's just him saying it's you need to understand your reality. Yeah, you need to understand your reality. He's just making suggestions. Look at people count, like yeah. Mike Jones, like people like uh, Soldier Boy, Chingy, yep. MC Hammer, That's all them. His point. They Chingy, wrote, Chingy Jackpot. Yep. Yeah, and they wrote they wrote a trend which was fine, and they did it well. But they were so stubborn to not try to evolve and try to make something meaningful that they ended up falling off They're and they just, lost their careers. If you just ride a wave and you don't do yeah. anything else to extend that or to push past that, you exactly. don't end up in the... I mean, this isn't the same style of music, but do you think Prince or Michael Jackson could have had the... I mean, basically stranglehold, for in a good way, over pop music that they had if they just stuck with one style or one thing making the, whole the same time. style right. over and over again and they were the same time making nothing meaningful of it if you're not an innovator and you're just there embracing a, a genre it's whatever i'm a metal fan i'm a huge metal head so i see it all the time you get you just get all these different genres that are super niche and extreme but nothing ever evolves anytime someone tries to make something more progressive or different, or change it up. It's instantly scoffed at and and pushed into the other the other less than category, and so then you get these this second you get it's not, you get this like other category of, of music that wants to do something different and blend genres and styles, and then it's not the same. So it's the same thing right now with with I mean let's just call it mumble rap and trap. Right now, all it is is just a sound and then an an emotive thing. All you're doing is 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 saying things while you're fucked up, or making it sound like you're saying things like you're fucked up, so people can can basically bump to it when they're in the club or when they're doing drugs or something and stupid. To, and to subscribe to a stereotypical lifestyle, and at the same time, the issue is is that it's cool that you're innovating the sound the way that these mobile rappers are, but make something meaningful of it, make it something that can last a lifetime, you know, so. Uh, that'll be very interesting to see music forward. Uh, hopefully people will react to the way that Cole preached to these people. I really, really, really hope that KOD starts a new trend of it doesn't even have to be it doesn't even have to be like conscious rap. Just an evolution skillful, of the skillful yeah. skillful rap lyricism. Look at successful people in yes. the trap genre such as Two Chains, such as Gucci Mane, such as uh, right. Uh, what's his name? But they actually, they actually can, put, can rap. That's what I'm saying. They can they've rap. Put to, they've, they've adapted his style, but they have put together quality bars, quality verses, in which that you can revisit it five years from now and go, wow, this is a really good song still. Like you know what I mean? But try listening to Gucci Gang five years from now, and it's not gonna, no. you're not gonna feel the same way. Oh my god, no, absolutely. I can't, not. I can't stand that. I can't stand that song. But you know what I'm saying? Fuck Lil Pump. Fucking come at me, bitch. I can't wait till you're fucking 18, bitch. Alright. Fuck you, bitch. Uh, on the opposite side of things, uh, Alina Barrez's album was really nice. I don't know if you guys listen to her. Her album. Never even heard that name in my life. Six tracks. She's one of these, uh, soft-sounding artists. She makes ambient music type deal. Is it as good as Mama's Gone? Like what? As good as Mama's Gone by Erica Badu. No, not like that. It's not soulful like that. Oh, I mean, okay. it's soulful, but it's not. It's like it's not. It's like new wheelhouse. soulful where they're using auto tune, familiar and singing with with, the, with like no, breathy vocals. Not not auto tune, oh. but uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, you got it. I'm missing. It's it. right there. Whatever happened to 1992 Common? Never mind. I'll stop. Anyways, point being, uh, she's got this. Dude, like, whatever happened to Dim Franchise Boys? Again, people wrote a wave and 
<laughs> see now, see I now. missed that. Great, I missed that no, wave. Though. No, I know. But J. Know. Cole makes a good point in 1985 because he talks about how you got to let boys grow up, which we all loved that shit. We loved Dirty South hip hop, middle late 90s to like 2009. I would go say. back and listen to Three Six or go yes. back and listen to. But those guys had bars. Millionaire. Too. This is what I'm saying. Yes. Those people put out they had quality bars. music while still instilling that now, sound that them now, franchise. Now, the them franchise boys have bars. They had funny lines. Funny. They were we enjoyed funny. it. Quirky. That yeah. was a time where we got to enjoy these right. It was lines. also like the, uh, like, you know, dance culture. Like yeah. Right. That's when it kicked off. Which, exactly. to, to some extent, is still there, but it's become... Like, but it's a different type of dance in right, which it's right. more in your zone type thing. And It's funny because... I like, feel the only person who's still kind of doing fun bars like that while embracing a style would be uh, Migos right now. They've evolved into yeah. that. Uh, into that wheelhouse. Right, right. It was funny. I was actually having they a conversation. I was having a conversation with this girl the other day. Um, she, like we were talking about, like having a dance off, and I was like, "You've never seen me crank that yank before." <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, crank that jump rope. Oh, I mean, you're probably also talking about girls a couple years younger than you. So, I mean, we were the tail. Allegedly, we were the tail end of that era. You know, but um, such a good era. It was a good era. Cardi B's <laughs> album. Was nice Yikes. as fuck. That's a fine. I'm coughing um, into the mic. I'm sorry, but uh, Cardi B's album was nice as fuck. If you guys haven't listened to it, jams upon jams for the summer. I've heard Cardi B's album is really good. I yeah. like I, now. I like Cardi B because she says stuff that is also said in trap and mumble rap, but she enunciates. <laughs> but she has an energy to her. Yeah, she's what I appreciate, and, and she's yeah. fun. Yes, exactly. she is fun. She's, she's fun. very fun. She's fun and funny. Exactly. Yep. She's incredibly she's charming and a very good personality. Yeah, now, that fucking video. And her ghostwriters did a great job with this album. <laughs> to really put yeah. that forward. Come on, man. I mean, she probably oh. writes some stuff, but come on, man. I mean, she's yeah. got ghostwriters. Yeah. And you know what? One day she'll come into her own and she'll be writing her own bars. There's but nothing wrong with someone maybe. writing a song to you, but if that's all you do, but right. she's you're a not performer. On, you're she's, not on she's a performer. Right, right, right. That's the other thing to look at. Aubrey Graham syndrome. I'm not gonna look at I'm not gonna look at Cardi B as being real, other than the fact that her persona's real. I'm just gonna look at her as you are entertaining me, you are making me feel happy, and because of your skill and because of your talents, uh, just because the skills and talents aren't songwriting doesn't mean you can't be skilled and talented. Chad just made a good point. So much leather inside my car, my horn moves. Chameleonaire. Exactly. Exactly. Chameleonaire is the goat. Dude, one, easily sorry. one of the most underrated artists. I don't know why people only slept. On Chameleon. People slept on Southern rap entirely. At True. the moment in time, Southern rap, for the most part, was slept on. Uh, Except that, like, I, th- I think Nelly kind of popularized well, yeah, right, it a little right. bit with there the There was big artists. See, but, like, there's, there's offshoots, and there's people who found success. But at right. that point even in time... Even though Nelly's not even Dirty South, he's technically well, Midwest. He has some he, Dirty South songs, but, but he's part of that style. He popularized, popularized grills, which became huge in the South. So, he has some word? southern influence, but he is not. He's not dirty south. When you're saying he's, he's not, I'm not gonna put Nelly in the same conversation as Three Six, as Chameleonaire, as Paul Bun Wall. B, Paul Wall, Pimp C, like the UGK. Like yep. I cannot put him in the same conversation. They are related. Speaking of which, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes, and they're related, but they are not. Uh, bars, dude. I cannot say that they're in the same wheelhouse. Um, Aubrey Graham syndrome. Elaborate. <laughs> You don't want me to go there because I won't stop talking for a week. Uh, let's see. I miss Marvin's Room. Marvin's Room is good. I think he's going to put out another song like Marvin's Room. Yep. I miss I, I miss intimate 
Hey, you know what I miss? Honest Drake. I miss a world without Drake. You know what? Ooh, good point. Hot take, man. Hot Hot take. Take care, Drake. Awesome. Everything after that? Uh, Quick music thing, the Yodel Kid at Coachella. That's a fucking joke. Uh, Dude, I... Oh, my... No! Yo, man, that kid can yodel, though. Who? Uh, Yodel Kid? The Yodel Kid. He can yodel. That Walmart scene? I was... Impressive. Yodeling is not easy. It's whatever, man. I was... Yodeling is not easy. That's your thing. Stay in your lane. I was over that kid the moment I saw that video. I was... I didn't watch it numerous times or anything. If, just, if, I watched if, that one time and I respected it. I was like, you know what? Kid's doing his shit. If I saw I someone, wouldn't have brought him out on Coachella, though. If I saw Who someone yodeling in the middle of Walmart, Walk I'm leaving that store immediately. <laughs> you probably would just leave. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'd probably leave Walmart for a while. And never come back. Because <laughs> you never know when he's going to be there again. Let's see. Although he's probably not yodeling in Walmarts anymore. He's fucking no. yodeling at I mean, Coachella. Whatever, he's young. He's what, like, isn't he like seven or something insane so, like that? Uh, it's like between eight or eleven, I oh. gauge. Regardless, I'm, not sure. I'm sure his age is out there. I just don't know. <laughs> what did Chad say? Petition to remove this podcast from public consumption. <laughs> uh, That's Chad, right. We don't address everything here. Chad, next time you can come and defend Drake, and by all means, you're more than welcome to. I have no issue with Drake. I'm not a fan enough for me to defend him the way that you could. So you're. I just, I just don't get why he's so popular. I just could never get into him. I, I don't get he's it. He's a talented I person, just man. He's got charisma. It. He's got charming. His music speaks to a demographic of people who can relate to it. Just because you can't relate to it doesn't necessarily mean it's not. I relatable totally can't relate to it. It's just suburban, like. It's not wannabe suburban. shit. It's not yeah, suburban. It is. It's just wannabe shit. I don't think it's suburban. I think the only suburban thing about it is that the way that he raps allows it easily for suburban white kids to recite. Only thing I can yeah, say on that. It's just suburban. But he's not suburban, man. He's, he's, he's Canadian. He's a man. definition of his culture, man. He's def- he's defined the modern culture in ways that have only been rivaled by few in the last twenty Dude, years. Literally, it's, take take like an average American. If we're gonna rapper. say the most, de- we're gonna talk about the most defining people of this era. Drake is number one. And the era before him was Kanye West. And the era before him was Jay-Z. so much better than Drake. You know? It's just... There's different things. Drake has created an entire culture in which that we all have to recognize. Yeah. Oh, man. Culture of light skins. There's, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't that. care what your skin color is. No, light skin is an attitude, yeah. man. We've talked about this. I don't care about what attitude or skin your skin color is. <laughs> I just don't... I just don't get... I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I, really... I like Big L. And I like... Fucking bars, and I like Jake's got bars, real... man. Early Drake, I can see where yes. you may not oh, feel that way Drake, recently. Drake through Take Care, but Drake. even then, his recent tracks still yep. have good bars. Man. Kendrick number one, it's to me, it's Kendrick and J Cole somewhere at the somewhere at the top in some order because they can but put Drake it on. Drake is transcending the genre. Drake uh, is pushing it to everybody. Moms uh, listen to Drake, bro. I know they do. Drake had a He's hotline bling parody commercial. Actually, you know... It's not real hip-hop or rap. You know when something's lame is when your mom likes it. So... I know it is apples to oranges, hey, Chad, but just it's like just... like Darius says in Atlanta, moms need rap too. Yeah, right? whatever. Moms need rap not too. Not necessarily. Yes, they do. Whatever. My mom doesn't listen know. to rap. Your mom doesn't have to like rap, but if your mom likes rap but can something that she right. can enjoy, the market's there's Flo Rida right the there. The market is going to create right whatever there. it wants. There's me, Drake right there. Speaking of which, Pitbull can go crawl in a hole and die, too. You know what? Mr. Worldwide. I'm not enjoying Mr. Worldwide. First and foremost, Pitbull today, yes, might not be as enjoyable as Pitbull back in the day, Old but Pitbull. I'm not going to sit here and call for him to crawl in a hole no, and die. No, Pitbull can fall off the face of the earth, and we'd be in a He's much a better charismatic, place. charismatic entertaining person that has positive energies compared to his older style 
a little bit more negative energies, but I still love his older style because him plus Yin Yang Twins equals banger. All right, <laughs> all of his tracks when he used to rap in Spanish primarily probably became bangers. a banger because of the Yin Yang Twins. So uh, both of them maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about Amazon real quick. Amazon. Let's see. So Bam. Amazon. Bam. Bam. Amazon has never announced. Stand up. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Get crunk. Okay. Stand up and get crunk. Da, 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 da. Classic. Uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, fun fact. Uh, Leslie Jones shares my sentiment on the modern state of music. Uh, she believes that people uh, no longer know how to have sex because of the music today. And I'm totally with her. And she's like, uh, she's saying that. And I'm just geeking. I'm like, yes. And then uh, these girls behind me like tap my shoulder. I'm like, yes, you got it too. And then I'm just like, if I can't fuck or play basketball to it, the song is not going to be my jam. <laughs> like, if it's not sexually driven or me, so me to go hoop, like, that nice for what Drake song, I can hoop to that. I don't know. I don't know, man. That makes me want to go hoop. Trap now and, and modern and modern hip hop pop rap. Very few songs make me want to hoop today, but it's all it's just, nice when I hear it. It's just machismo shit. Yeah, there's no... not. Man, you're gonna tell me hip hop hasn't always been machismo. I'm not saying that it's always uh, hip hop in general is machismo, but there's also a complete different side to hip hop that embraces intelligence, embraces creativity within the context of like social impact, psychological impact, not like. But just, I don't. I you can't just define that to hip hop. It's just all over. Our no, I know it's everywhere. It's it all is over everywhere. The world and it's a, it's a, it's right. a thing we have to address. It's, it's a symptom. Of, it's a it's a and symptom you know what? of a, a greater you, change. You brought this up, and guess what? Nice for what addresses that. All right. So that's the whole point of nice for what. So that's why I fuck with the song. All right. Back to Amazon. So Amazon never really discloses how many of their customers they have, but for the first time, I think because it's just a nice number, they've announced that they have 100 million Prime subscribers around the world. Analysts estimate that about 80 million of those are in the United States. So still 20 million in other countries is still pretty solid. Pretty number. good. So now seems like the right time to up the price. Yeah, let's do it. Exactly. So Amazon has announced this week. Shit. Now that we have even more of a stranglehold. Well, uh, let's increase the price. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's what's interesting about Here it. are benefits. Here's the interesting about Amazon increasing the price. So they increased the price four years ago, or two years ago, something like that, from eighty to one hundred dollars for the yearly subscription. Um, now, th now they cited because of the increase of the cost of logistics and all of that, right? So yeah. I can understand because shipping costs go up. You got shipping is costing a lot more these days than it used to. Yeah, stamps cost a lot of money. It's not about st stamps. Do not ship you what you want to get because shipped, it's All because right. shipping stamp is for a letter. I know. A package it's because shipping else. has shipping has moved completely or not completely but mainly to shipping by size of package. So they look at the dimensions of the package. So for example, if you're using well, because say, things don't weigh as much either anymore. Right. Either. Speed ship. Let's say speed ship, which is a it's a service that uses primarily UPS. They. Basically, we do this at work all the time. If I ship a box that is a certain size, even if it's, let's say, a bunch of shoes and it's 30 pounds, but it's like 15 by 20 by 20, that package, because of its size, is billable up to like 60 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm basically paying for 60 pounds worth of shit that fits only 30 pounds worth of shit, in my case, shoe boxes. And so the price is up because it's easier for them. And it's also more lucrative for them. 
Now, the other factor when it comes to the cost of shipping is because now Amazon has created a culture in which we want things faster. So right. because of that, you got increased shipping rates, you've got cost of fuel, you got cost of transportation, right. uh, maintain, maintaining, maintaining the trucks and all of that. So there is rising costs. Now, can we justify another $20 increase I because can't. of this? I'm not sure because when you use that number of 100 million customers and you multiply that by $20, that's $2 billion of additional revenue every year for Amazon. Do they really need $2 billion to of continue they do. increasing their business this of way? Of course they do. Why wouldn't they want that? At this point, it's because they need to turn a profit. Amazon doesn't really turn a profit the oh, way they do. I'm sure they do. No, not the... the okay. I'm Amazon sure. is a complicated business in which they don't necessarily turn a profit because they write off a lot of things. They spend more on R&D than a lot of other companies in their industry. Not to mention... Why aren't they like... Well, I mean... Amazon's only profitable... Compared to Walmart? Sure. And other tech giants, actually. They spend more money on R&D than... Or as much R&D as... Or almost as much R&D as Apple. I think they spend more than Google. They spend more than Facebook. They spend more than That's Twitter. They spend, you know what I mean? That's well, sad. But Amazon is the leader in logistics right now. When prior... In prior industry... Or in prior eras, it was Walmart and UPS. And today, it's because of that. Now, Amazon is impacted negatively and positively on multiple industries throughout the country. Right. But here's the thing. It's interesting because with all that, there was another report that I read about a week or two ago that shows that a lot of, they only studied a few cities, but a lot of cities in which Amazon distribution centers were put in, uh, like a good number of employees still have to live off food, sta food stamps. Oh, I'm sure, dude. So it's yeah. crazy how much they talk about creating jobs, but in the end, not only are they getting tax yeah. incentives from the city, but they're costing the city and the state for welfare programs. So now the city oh, and state yeah. is paying a lot just to say that they have the number of, we created 2,000 jobs this year. Yep. And so I get that that you. jobs number is a really nice thing to show off, but we have to look at the cost-benefit ratio. Right. And, I mean, in the end, the food stamps program is an important program for people who need it Right. But if we're creating jobs that still make people rely on these programs, right. that's not the way we should be doing things. Right. So it's very interesting that Amazon is willing to pull in all this money and they still might not be paying these people proper wages in order for them not to have to go to food stamps. Yeah, um, I think Bezos likes the smell of his own asshole. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at how yoked I am, bro. I'm going to send Instagram messages to The Rock. Oh, yeah! He's actually very impressive for a person in his position to be as that healthy. I'm very impressed. Dude, I don't care about what his health is at all. Um, other news that happened this week, which I think is a woe factor here, because I did not see this, because I guess I wasn't paying attention closely enough. Did you see the North and South Korea conversations this weekend? No. Nope. What happened? They're willing to unify. Oh, yeah. Kim Under Jong one northern government? No. no. Under a democracy. Oh, Kim Jong-un is willing, under certain stipulations, they're willing, they had a discussion this weekend, it looks very soon that they're going to end their war. He gets to be like what the queen is to Britain now, kind no, of thing? because oh. you want to know what something is? What? When he traveled, so this is a big one, he's the first dictator of North Korea to travel down to South Korea. Yeah. He actually traveled down to South Korea to meet President Moon. When he came down, he came with his own bathroom. Because wow. apparently the, the 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 government of North Korea says it is dangerous for anyone to get access to Kim Jong Un's stool because it would reveal details of his current health status. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, when you have when even I'm your assuming, food is, is running out. I'm uh, assuming, uh, and not to mention a lot. Uh, I mean, the, the numbers uh, of the economy is very uh, scary when somebody cute. put it side by side. Yeah. Between. How do we allow someone like that to exist in this? I, in my, if like if I if I was if I was president, I would I would have the last seventy some years have been I would a very do, I would send oh very dangerous way to try to uh, engage. Yeah. 
the quote-unquote communist nations of the world. It's been very dangerous. You oh, saw what happened in Vietnam. saw what happened God. during the Cold War, how we handled the Central Asian countries. It's very yeah, but dangerous. But that's because they all fucked it up. So anyways, they point being... fucking morons. They're willing to unify, which is very nice. It's the first step to ending the war. And people can be at peace. The Korean people can be reunified again. And hopefully the North Koreans, the people who live in North Korea, can finally start living a quality life and be able to enter the 21st century. And... By all means, the news that happened this week looks very positive. So by bringing up Kim Jong-un's health, I'm assuming what had happened was is that... Here's the thing with dictators. He eats Doritos. No. And fucking ho-hos. Here's the, here's the thing with dictators. Yep. Unless, I'm healthy. I golf perfect Unless games. the way that you are raised it allows you to continue a conservative mentor, uh, mentality, as generations go on, they start to care less about what their forefathers cared about. Sure. So, of course, Kim jong uh, Soon, I think was the grandfather, the I one who started the democracy, the, 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 no the dictatorship. I forgot his name, Kim Jong. I think Soon. Yeah, he started it. Of course, when he raised his son, Kim, Kim Jong Il, he's like, these are the values you're going to hold yeah. as you you're going rule to the country, rule everybody, and exactly. only you have rights. Let's say Kim Jong Kim Jong Il retained eighty percent of that mentality. Oh yeah, still sure. a reasonable amount for him to continue the rule. Oh yeah. Let's say Kim Jong-il only retained 80% of what his father retained. It's going to wane. Maybe he no longer feels that this is going to be worth it. And with his yeah. death coming up, he's scared that maybe that they won't have an opportunity for him to make his people safe again. So I think if his health is in danger for the next 20 years, this is the route that he's willing to go. Yeah. I see it as as long as we're allowed to keep one nuke or something like that. I think North, I think it's all North Korea wants. <laughs> yeah. I really think that's all North Korea wants. Yeah. Uh, and Dennis Rodman to become a citizen. But he has talked about that he is willing to put denuclearization on the treaty. Like he's willing to denuclearize. So that's a very big step to end this war between South and North Korea. And yeah. to be all honest, it's crazy. And the big thing that I was missing too was apparently Trump orchestrated this. Mm. Trump apparently helped. Moon, or helped Un, willing to talk to Moon, and Moon was the big negotiator in this whole treaty, so he's the one who put together this long plan that hopefully they'll finally be able to get going. Yeah. Uh, so now there's talks they want to say that Trump gets a peace prize for us. Uh, I swear to God. Well, I mean... I don't know enough to disagree or agree with this. Those are completely useless awards. So. They are. But I don't know enough yeah. to be able to agree or disagree with this. It's just a very interesting headline. If, that I saw. if Trump really had a, br- if he really wanted to do something, if he orchestrated it, he would have had a sniper take out Kim Jong Un when they shook hands. I don't think that's the important part because here's the thing: why would Trump want Korea to be unified? Because to convince that the real enemy is China. Sure. You know, understand what I'm saying here? Right. So say, say. North Korea, you are running this communist right. nation, but it's not in your benefit at all. China is, and China will be a danger to you and danger to South Korea. You guys should probably work together. He may have been going along these lines. I don't know. Again, I'm saying I don't know anything. I'm just sitting here talking off the top of my head. If yeah. that's the case, we are talking about a different angle as to how we'll be attacking the uh, relations of communist nations in Asia. Yeah. So it'll be very, very interesting to see uh, how this will play out. We should have just gotten Putin and Un in the same room and took him out with the same bullet. Yep. So and that's, that's an entirely with... different conversation that I'm not prepared, nor do yeah. I have any knowledge on having a conversation about. But uh, I thought that was very cool, and I'm very excited. I'm very happy for the Korean people. As long as it's done right, I think this is a time. It's about damn time that this is happening, because it's a lot of bullshit. You know, it's, it's a Cold War era thing. Yeah. Cold War was bullshit. The whole thing yeah. is bullshit. This whole world is still Cold War, though. 
We've been cold in war a different manner. Cold war started, and at least now it's a little bit more reasonable than it was in the yeah. in the fifties to the two thousands or fifties to the nineties. Um, There's not a lot of logic in our leaders. I can tell you that much, and it doesn't take a doesn't take a brainiac to figure that out. I don't know. A whole lot of money and a whole lot of influence. We're an hour and thirty everything. We can talk about real quick. Uh, Alright, so there was this thing where a National Guard officer was fired for taking her oath with a dinosaur hand puppet. Wait, 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 say that again. So see this picture. This this female officer is swearing in on her oath yep. as, a, as an officer of the National Guard, and she's wearing a hand puppet as she raises her hand to sure. swear it in. Why? As a Ooh. protest to, like, the Bible? I have... N- if it's a protest to like, there's no Bible involved. Well, I'm saying if it's a protest to like having to be sworn in on a religious text, I think she text, thought it would be me. funny because here's the situation. Uh, she's fired. The officer who was reading the the oath. Her, Damn right, the, Chad. The person who was what did Chad say? Cream, like the song by Wu Tang. Oh yeah, right. Agreed. That's what I miss. Way to summarize it perfectly. Uh, the officer who swore her in uh, was demoted for this. The officer who was involved in filming the situation was demoted, and she was fired. Uh, They're just trying to make a viral video? Uh, maybe. Maybe they thought this would be something fun to do. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like, why? Yeah. What was the point? Do you not understand how... Like, it's pretty Look, stupid. man, have your opinions on the military yeah, in our United States stupid, or whatever. Man. But, like, come on, man. You're taking a moment of honor. We respect right. you for, for, right. for wanting to serve our nation in some capacity. Maybe it's because Trump's a fucking Muppet. That's what she was doing? I don't know. I wish she would explain. I wish I would, I wish yeah, I wish we knew the whole story, but of course, in this culture, you see the first 10 seconds with no well, explanation. Also, the military, re- I'm sure they didn't want to give her a voice as to her reasoning behind it. So stupid. We might see this a month from now, you know, on People Magazine or something, but who knows? Or TMZ. I'll bet you any money there's no follow-up. I guarantee. Because it's probably, she has a real story for it. Mm-hmm. It's just a, I thought it would be funny. But even if she does, we won't know. No. Yeah. We won't know. She's not enough of an influence to get suicided in her modern car, so that's where I'll leave it at. Uh, I'll hold this rant for another day because it's just general. It's not time sensitive. We can just do it a different day. Um, we can either do... We can touch on the Simpsons Up Who situation or we can call on Kanye. Up to you. Do you care about calling on Kanye or... I'm okay with both. Okay. I don't we can do the Simpsons one real quick because there isn't much discussion for it. Yeah. Uh, There's a documentary that somebody put out saying uh, the detrimental effects of having somebody like Apu representing the South Asian American society um, and that he's not a positive representation of the people and that the Simpsons should uh, apologize or stop having Apu or something. I don't know. And that when the Simpsons finally addressed it, uh, they kind of mocked the situation and using Lisa as the character, which a lot of people are disappointed to because Lisa is the voice of reason in the show. So the fact that even Lisa was making a mockery of the idea uh, that people were disappointed. It's gone as far as people are saying The Simpsons should just end the show. Well, I mean, they probably. I haven't know. watched it recently. I don't it's know if it's not, any good. It's just not that good anymore. It's not that good anymore. It hasn't so. been for like 10 years. Can we say something here, yeah. real quick, to digress? Even 15 years. Personally, there's not many shows that should be past three seasons, and very few that should be past five right. seasons. I think right. it's very scary. Like, if you look at the way the BBC handles shows in Britain, a couple seasons. It's only a few seasons. Yep. If it's really good, they'll let it last five seasons. Or if there's enough people watching it and being fans of it yeah like the Which really is, long soap opera style ones they end up letting doctor them run. who 
Yeah, because it allows for flexibility of character. And here's huge the thing. fan. Yeah, and it's because they allow creativity to keep bending around the... Because of the excitement is that the Doctor changes. Right. The doctor is inconsistent, you know? And there are different realms. I don't watch the show, but I just know they go in different parallel universes and right. time spaces yep. and stuff like that. So it's it, it allows for a level of creativity to keep going. And this is why something like Family Guy or Simpsons or Futurama were able to last so many seasons because it's a topical show. It's a show that can ever evolve. It has a core concept. It's a family in America. And they can talk about everything. Because families in America, we see and evolve with everything around us. Yeah. Everyone's having conversations about all kinds of things. You know, you... You, you and your parents try a new food uh, ethnicity type thing and it's like oh we really like Thai food and you guys have a discussion about Thai food and you kind of look into Thai food and Thai culture and it's like that because this is what America is because we are this melting pot of being able to see all kinds of ideals and, and cultures everybody learns from each other hopefully right, <laughs> but right, like that's be. what the Simpsons or the Family Guy or in a perfect world or yep. Futurama would right. be like and that's why they ran for so many seasons so if Simpsons is no longer quality then yeah sure end it but no. to end it based on that no yeah. I disagree I, because Apu, in my opinion, is not a negative role, or not a negative uh, perception or depiction of a South Asian American. It's it's realistic. It's not far fetched. He's positive. He's not a negative character. He works hard for his family. He loves his family. Right. Uh, he cried his eyes out when his wife wanted to leave him, but then Apu became the most eligible bachelor, and his wife said no way. But then they got back together. Like there's. I mean, for the most part, he's a loving character, and he's one of the most favorite characters in the show. I yep. mean, we're not calling on them to end Homer, because Homer d- depicts the doofus in America. Or like, drunk or something. Yeah. Now, at face value, and, I agree that he's not a... He shouldn't... I mean, you don't want... You don't want that character to have to be a convenience store owner... But you think about it, This he was created in, what, 1989 or something like 92. that? 92. Okay, 92. That's a long time ago in America because of how young we are. Now, so at face value, I don't like that he has to be a convenience store owner. But I agree with you. I haven't seen anything where they just play on stereotypes as... They don't mock him. No. He's he. The only mocking right. thing is the accent, and it's mocking because it's a non-South Asian person playing the character's voice. But at the right. same time, Hank is, and this is what happens in, in uh, right. animation, a single person voices multiple characters, and Hank Azaria is talented enough to be able to do so. Right. And they do this for cost reasons, and for, for production right. reasons, it's easier to be able to get a smaller cast to be able to do multiple characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like, exactly, should we <clears throat> cancel Should we cancel the show based on that? No. Should we cancel the show? Yeah, because it sucks now. <laughs> that, that, I mean, no, but that's what, the reality of it. If it's no it's, longer entertaining... It should have been canceled, like, I think like 15 years ago, but at least 10 years ago, the movie was stupid. The whole thing was fucking stupid. I think stupid. the movie's actually done well. In terms of The Simpsons, right? It, it right, being right. a Simpsons movie, it's done well. Right. You but remember the video game? That hit run, hit run was that was a great awesome. game. That yeah. was awesome. The Bart Simpson game right. that was on Super Nintendo or on original Nintendo, I can't remember. Right. That was a fun ass game too. Dude, The Simpsons games were fun. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, is that. Somebody tough. had come back at the guy right. who had written the, or had directed the documentary. This guy wrote a thread in direction to him saying that, I'm not disagreeing with what you said, but I'm going to tell you that I'm not offended by a who, why. And he goes, and I'm reason why that I can talk, or not saying I can talk about this, but why I choose to talk about this, because I feel that I'm related to the idea because I'm a Middle Eastern. And for the most part, we share similar experiences as right. Middle Easterns and South Asians when we emig- immigrated Constantly to this country. confused. Yeah. As a, I didn't, yeah. I was born and raised here, but like knowing other Middle Easterns who have grown, uh, who have emigrated to this country. Um, a lot of people when they immigrate, especially coming from 
you know, over the sea type deal. Mm-hmm. Back home, yes, they had different professions. And then when they get here, because of they work so hard to get here for the opportunity. Because have, yeah. living in systems over there, especially in places like India or in the Middle East, it's not easy to get ahead, man. Like This is what's beautiful about America. You can work hard and be rewarded properly for it, for the most part. Yep. Or and, at least you should be. Yes. So You, know, you can try. Most, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's a better situation here than it is in other countries Elsewhere, yes. for those people who live natively there. So... Right. A lot of people, and I don't know if, I think they touched on this about a poo, but like a lot of people, they held different professions there. And when they get here, the situations that they're in, it's like, right. I have to make money for my family. I have to make money for myself to live here. They take right. jobs that are fast and easy. They they work at convenience stores. They work in, in taxi drivers. They work in uh, just uh, basic customer service jobs. And it's just because like this is what they can get now especially, to make the money to support especially themselves. Especially when it was made. Like Think about like what if, what if Apu was created in 2006 and he was a doctor? Would ten years from now would that be coming? And I'm gonna be honest with you. Would that be offensive? I think that's stereotypical. Exactly. Too. Exactly. What, I think exa- that's stereotypical. Exactly. Too. So what? What do you want to do? Do we have to take any? I the mean, important thing is right. you don't mock them. The right. important thing is that you make right. it a positive. They character. never. I, as far yeah, as I key. know, they never mock Apu for being who he is. As far as I know. It, and this is the reality. And this is what this person who came to talk about this on a Twitter thread. He said, "My family lived the life of Apu." They came to this country and they worked hard. They they worked in gas stations and they built themselves up to be able to start buying buildings and start buying businesses and real estate and everything. They worked hard for years and I worked with them when I got old enough and all of yep. that. And, you know, they did this to put themselves in a situation to let me go to college and get a degree. So I right. don't have to be in the same situation that they were in. Right. And that's the American dream. Right. People in America, if you were born and raised here for generations, you know, they, that person decides I'm going to take that off chance to go start a business and all this and they work their way up so that way they can hand the business off to their kid and their kid progresses and makes money so that they can hand it off to their kid or start paying for their kids to go and do things in a diverse manner like alright we ran a shoe shop but I'll let you go to school to go learn you know medicine or to go learn you know uh, psychiatry or sociology or something it's because they just want them to go and move on and to become Americans and be part of this society. Right. This is the American dream. This is what the American right. dream is about. And I think Apu was living it. And the reality is a lot of Middle Easterners that I know that come to this country, I'm speaking on behalf of Middle Easterners and I know that Indians can also relate to this. Uh, a lot of them, they'll come and they open a store and they just start working, man. Because they got to do what they got to right. do. And what they do it successfully. Yo, man, the Quickie Mart lasted for however many seasons we're on in The Simpsons. Right. He is a does successful a, business owner. Very, work very successful. Successful so you're business owner. Te- so you're telling me a guy He's that, a better American businessman yeah, than Donald Trump. Exactly. Kiss my ass, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Speaking facts. You're telling I'm just me saying. I, 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 I can't speak just because I know that Southern, Amer- Southern, uh, Southern Asian Americans, they do get stereotypical for Apu. But hey, guess what, man? I get stereotypical for Apu sometimes back in the day when people didn't know the difference between Middle Easterners and Indians. Oh, yeah. And at the same time, you know... Middle Easterners are, are stereotyped for other things too, you know? So it's just a matter try of being, try stereotypes and stereotypes. The important part is A, you don't mock them, and B, allow them to break the stereotype. That's all it is. Yep. And I don't know, maybe they brought other Indian characters that weren't necessarily Indian story. I don't, know. I don't I know. know. I have no idea. I, I watched The Simpsons in the early years, but yep. not recently. I saw mo- a lot of early stuff, but I stopped watching it. When when I stopped watching the reruns on whatever channel it was, 18 or 24 Something, or whatever, yeah. I didn't keep up with the current ones. Now, could they take Apu and turn it in another direction? Like, maybe he becomes something Like, he finally else? is like, all right, I'm going to go do something else? Yeah. It's possible. It's a way to write it off. 
I mean, I again, know. it's animation. Who cares? You can do anything. Right. You don't you have to do create it. a new set. You right. just draw a new scene. And animation. You go for it. Animation is that gray area where you can pretty much do whatever you want, or in my mind, you should be able to do whatever you want. You just can't listen to people complaining about things because if your show makes fun of everybody, which that's the Simpsons the other thing. does, that's the other South thing. Park does, Family Guy does. I just think South Park goes too far. Insert, the other ones are in taste. Insert animated show here that's racy or has controversy controversy they should be able to do this shit because you know what happens if we try to do this in live action nothing gets fucking accomplished because in the culture we're in right now everything is a debate no matter what you do well, no matter what you be say smaller than live action production teams and it allows right. everyone to be able to come to agreement on what it is it's just i just no. don't you just can't you guys, do you the guys things you would do earlier though you oh Ch- chad said you guys down to take like 25 shots at bad genie right now yikes sunday night my guy not <laughs> sunday fun day i gotta work at shit. 10 tomorrow man i don't know about i got the day that. off chad i'm coming I don't drink, but I don't really want to watch you guys drink 25 shots on a Sunday night. Oh, come on. <laughs> Dude, not on a Sunday night. We're not in college anymore, man. Inclusive demeaning is... You don't know that? You don't know that? Oh, uh, what was I going to say? I can't tell if you're being I'm, sarcastic I'm, or not. No, on the... I, I look like I'm still in college, so it might work. I mean, so. most people still look like they're in college. Especially like anybody inside. in their mid-20s looks right, like exactly. they're still in college. Um, but... Hank Azaria, the voice of Apu, he people says he's willing to stop voicing the character if the Simpsons yeah. are willing to... Uh, Find somebody else. Or because Hank Azaria is a great guy. Yeah, what's fucking, fucking? I think he understands. He agrees intent? that you know he doesn't. He's not. He understands that he's not trying to show something in a negative light. But if he feels that people are reacting to him negatively, he's willing to. Adapt. I just don't. I don't like. What I think it's a matter of adapting. It's what's not a matter game? of you have to. What's the end game? Like, is is the intention to get the character gone? To get Hank Azaria booted from being the character, or what? Because if you get rid of him and you get an Indian guy. To do the voice of Apu. That's even worse because I feel like you're cast typing a guy. Yeah, then it's literally like that episode of Master Master of None. None. That's what it is. But we can only get this job where I do the voice of Apu. So what do you want? You want it gone? Well, if it's gone, then it's gone. Big deal. But you take away a very key and loved character because he's a very positive character. And that's the that is the that is the trade off with shows where a white guy makes it, which most shows. That's the case. Unfortunately, hopefully, that if you have point. a character of color, especially ones in this country, with how young and, and naive we are, and how how little removed we are from crazy shit in our history, you're gonna have stereotypes and things that aren't perfect. They're not gonna encapsulate everything about, let's say, in this case, the Indian male in America. You have to take what you can and take the positives from the character because the fact that this character became a mainstay on a series and was a wildly popular character. Not to mention he's uh, he's a very good supporting cast member. Although he's not right. part of the Simpsons family, he's just as important right. as Mo, Barney, right. Carlin, Lenny, and he's not Mr. A, Burns. He's not like a he's... drunk who makes you drink mouthwash and toothpaste and all that yeah. shit. And he's so not. He's... he's not. He's positive. There's so many negative characters on that show that are white guys. So I don't think Matt Groening is fucking went into it. <laughs> We're gonna stereotype this guy. <laughs> I'm like I'll fuck off. Also, like, why now? Yeah, no. Oh, because now the current no, climate. It's po- I mean, it's, yeah, right. it's the current climate is about we want to make I, sure I, that I, people I of color are getting proper roles. Right. But the thing this is, is, is the that Simpsons, man. The thing is, is that at this point, I don't know. It's just. It's a complicated conversation. Like you said, it's all about the end game. Is the end game... Yeah, what's the, like, what's the end game? Is the end because game canceling the show? Is the end game canceling Apu? Is the end game canceling Hank Azaria's role? Yeah. 
Because no. if you just get rid of Apu, if even if you write him off sweetly and he becomes a different person in the end, all you're doing is getting rid of that character and you're getting rid of the potential for that character while stereotyped and stereotypical in certain senses. Yeah. To give positive meaning and value to that identity and that character within this universe of the story. It's like, all, all you end up doing is making that there's one less person of color on the show. And the worst thing about this endgame conversation, John, is that everyone has a different opinion as to what the endgame's going to be. So, uh, it's not like somebody's on a unified front. Now, maybe the one who's going to have that unified voice for it is the guy who produced that documentary, but... I, don't mean, I didn't even know that, that that was just some like grad student who's super liberal. I'm not sure the story behind him. All I know is what... He did... It, it, Apu was the center of the story, but he's talking about, in general, the, the impact of the portrayal of South Asians on American right. culture but from now, the movies and films. But and now, if you look at, at South Asians in America as a whole, especially they're Indian... One of the, they're one of the most important groups in America. Especially Indian males, how financially well-off they are. And that, that's a good stereotype. Like Because, again, like I said, for them to come here, they have to work their, heart, their asses off, and they have to have that kind of work ethic to survive here. They don't have the privilege of... Right. Having an established root here, like right. other families who have been right. here for generations. Right. So, I mean, and like I said, I know many people who have come, I know people who come from those countries, they come here uh, back home, they were lawyers, doctors, and then uh, they have to whatever take a lesser be. job. But when they come here, they take a lesser job because A, certifications. Right. Uh, it takes time for you to create those certifications. Right. And B, sometimes it's not as easy to work in the same environment here versus the environment there with that profession. Right. Uh, but if I you know, have I know doctors who have come right. here, they can't practice medicine right. here because they have to take their birth certificate. But they still have but they still have that work ethic from when they were a doctor. Exactly. So, so what's went, wrong with owning a convenience store exactly. and busting your ass and becoming more successful than a white guy or a black guy or a Mexican guy who runs a convenience store. I'm going to tell you something here. America. Most most of the minorities that you see that run these types of stores, man, in these gas stations, they were engineers, they're uh, lawyers or they were police officers or they were you know what I mean? Like they were right. they were members of their society there, but right. because they could not live uh, a comfortable life in which they would like to because they see the American dream, they choose to come here right. and they can live it. And I had this conversation with a lot of elder people they always talk about back home. I'm going to tell you something, man. Back home was so great. Go back there. No. There's a reason why you came here. Because it wasn't that great. You are living in a fantasy land of the positives of living back home. But right. the negatives are what drove you to come here. Right. And the negatives here are not outweighing the positives of living here. So right. even though you miss being able to walk down the street and get falafel, that's really not imp- impeaching on your, uh, impeding on your uh, quality of life here. <laughs> like, still get falafel. You can, but you know what I mean here. Like the same, but but you know what I mean. Like right. imagine, like imagine if we moved overseas, oh, and it's right. not like we can just go and get a burger down the street. You can't. Right. There's few places overseas that sell burgers. They still sell burgers. It's just few. Right. You got. But you can walk trip. down the street and get you know a shawarma sandwich, or you can right. get kebabs. Like that's just not. Or if you move to France, like it's just easier to go, for you to walk in a cafe and get pastries and stuff. But you're not gonna be able to find like donuts the way we find donuts here. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just a matter of right. this is life. This it's is a, how we live right. in other countries. It's a give and take. Speaking of donuts, shout out Donut Squad. Yep. Always, Always. shout out Donut Squad. Um, just, we're gonna take a quick, 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 quick break to call out because we haven't done call signs all episode. Uh, please follow us on Permeable Filter. That's P E R M E A B L E Filter on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, when you follow us, you can find our live streams. You can see where we shout out things. Maybe interact with you guys as users, see what you guys want to hear, talk to us about the show. You're allowed to DM us, always allowed to DM us to give us topics or feedback on what we talk about, whether we listen to you or not, who knows. But 
we are pretty open-minded, so we're not offended by any means if you guys talk about anything or want us to talk about something. Um, Take me to task. Hopefully soon uh, we'll be able to get back to having special episodes. It's just been we've been having uh, pretty rough schedules yeah, to be able to plan special episodes. The past but couple weeks, we'll get been there again. Tumbo. Yeah, we'll get there again. And uh, if you have some ideas for specialty episodes, go ahead, shout them out to us, and we'll be able to plan one out. Hopefully, as long as yeah. we're able to talk. I mean, we, we can s- talk about anything to be honest. Yeah, but. we could. We still have breakfast food to do, and we still have end of the world to do. So. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else that we had on the docket. Those two are the only ones I can think I of. I think so too. But oh. uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we can we'll sit down and brainstorm more. But please send some stuff on our way because we like interacting with you guys. Uh, the reason why we started doing the live streams is so you guys can interact with us. The reason why we did live streams is so you guys can feel that you're with us. Uh, and we do feel like you want to be with us. And if you guys are locals and you're friends with us and you know who we are and you want to hit us up, yes. say you want to join. Any special guests more than welcome to come on. Exactly, and don't be shy and thinking i don't know what i could contribute trust me uh, i barely talk as it is i contribute where i know i can that's yeah that's all and it is. to not toot my own horn i'm really good at getting people to join the conversation uh as these guys have known when we have special guests i try to chime in people because i know i dominate the conversation but at the same time i can try to get more people uh to get into it and i mean i ask everyone's opinions and, I try and we can always it. like if you're very knowledgeable on a topic that we could make a whole episode about. You do what we did with the alcohol podcast. You stay on for the whole episode. Just like that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's not something that we need to have a discussion about. If you want to come and talk about something, we can have a constructive conversation about something, you know? If we don't know anything about cars, you want to come talk about cars? We could start, a conversation about cars. We could start doing interviews, have people call-ins and shit. Like, Whatever you want. Dude. We'll figure out the call-in system. But, yeah, we can do call-ins. Like, yeah. We're willing to do anything. Let us know what you want to hear, and we'll do it. Also, I'm ha- I had the idea. You know how I was talking about doing, like, the Wheel of Topics? Yeah, we got to do that. Turning, <laughs> turning that into, like, a Wheel of just like random like questions or something well we should start getting into segments we should start designing segments. yes that's i was actually telling that to john yeah. last week like the uh what was it the uh would you rathers or whatever yeah, uh, yeah. so we'll this or that yeah that's this what or I was that like it. we'll get into some we should start constructing that and um and then we can have sponsors for those segments yeah i mean hey if you want us to specifically be nicer in a certain way when we when you sponsor us. We will be nicer for that episode we're willing to be. Just don't think we're going to change our entire mood, the entire show. Just that episode, I'm willing to, you know, cut back on swearing or cut back on certain political topics or anything like that or controversial things uh, because we're open-minded. But really, as you can see here, we're open-minded and we have discussion back and forth about everything. And uh, that's why we love doing this. Whether or not we have viewers, who cares? We're just here to have fun and hopefully, yeah, I mean, it, hopefully somebody enjoys what we. This enjoy. is really just like us recording our conversations because for the last three years of us hanging out, having these types of conversations, and we've always had these types of conversations, but more often the last few years because, you know, when you're at this age, you do more of like let's just hang out and chill and just hang out and just talk about whatever rather than like oh let's go mini golfing or oh let's go. like that was some high school type stuff which is nothing wrong with it I totally want to go mini golfing this summer I mean it's gonna happen I love mini golfing yeah. uh, anyone wants to come join us doing mini golf we'll do like a permeable filter thing um, yeah we can live stream that shit and uh, yeah. Josh can make t-shirts because that's what he wants to do yes I want to make t-shirts <laughs> with hashtag put a hashtag on it on the back <laughs> uh, I'm making it for myself I don't care if nobody else wants go to ahead. buy it Nobody's I'm making one I, I'm not gonna stop you like, I, don't I don't know why I haven't done it already. I, yeah, you figure it out. You gotta design it. I've yeah. been busy these past Sorry. couple weeks. Well, f- Once the summer hits... My attention has I don't know, you guys are in a different situation than I am. I don't know. But, uh, do we want to hit Kanye? Do you want to talk about this real quick? No. 
We could save it for a different time. We different can time. go deeper. I personally would like to go deeper, and hopefully when there's more news coming up, we'll yeah. have more reactions because he let's, hasn't stopped tweeting every day. Yeah, He's literally tweeted every day since he came let's back. Let's let time pass a little bit so we can collect our yeah. thoughts and, and every uh, all the context. And if Chad's still listening, I hope he is, or if he listens yeah, on the recording. Okay, uh, I personally would like to have Chad in this conversation yes. too because we've had discussions about it this week. And yeah, he wasn't here to defend Drake. So. Yeah. Oh, it's he had he was busy. He thought he could come, but. Uh, he said only if I can finish this one thing I gotta do at home. So and he, you know, he had to finish his work. I'm not. Uh, we missed out on him, but by all means, he's always welcome anytime. And like we said, you guys are always, always welcome. Anyone who wants to come join, if you want to come and sit and talk uh, about Kanye, let us know. We'll make sure that you can come visit. <laughs> you can take my spot because I don't like Kanye. No, your spot is important because you don't like Kanye. This is the we kind of conversation I want to have. You I know guess. What I mean? Yeah. We need the voice. This is this is what like. You remember the first complaint we got when we first started this show? Somebody goes, we don't you guys agree enough. too much. Yeah. And uh, we have, we've gotten better at it with our banter. Um, and it's, it's... Yeah, in it's, a sense. It's in a sense. Like that Bucks segment we had. That yeah. was pretty... It's good. That and was we, the negative side. You know, we've gone we've gone back and forth on certain topics. And, I mean, hope, I, w- I want more discussion. And this podcast is always fun for that. What did he say? Using my government name on the airways. <laughs> I said Chad. I didn't use your whole government name. Yeah. Did yeah. You, I, I'm sorry. That. I'll go back to calling you Chocolate Bear. You can see your full name on in Instagram Live, Chad. I do want... You're the one doing it. I do want 30 seconds to talk about the NFL draft. You are, Let's do it. You are more than welcome to take more than 30 seconds. So... I'm going to take a little break. NFL draft was this past weekend. Packers. Whirlwind. Nailed the first couple picks there. But then... A punter and a long snapper. Yep. Why? And I'm I don't I'm tired of these Homer Packer fans that just have to agree with every pick. Yep. You know, like you're allowed to disagree with some picks. Like me. I would never draft a punter or a long snapper because I can go find one on the market for much cheaper. Literally go on YouTube. You could you literally can scout punters and long snappers on and YouTube. Why does Aaron Rodgers need a punter to be drafted in the fifth no. round? No. We Just, shouldn't be punting. No. Exactly. Um no. but no, I'm happy. I was so happy we got Josh Jackson. I wanted him justify I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Out of context. Yeah, out of context. Um I'm so happy we got Josh Jackson. I can't believe he was there in the second round Dude. for us. Because when we Steel. when we didn't get him in the first, I was like, oh well, we're not getting Josh yeah. Jackson. But now we got Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson. Amazing to go along with Kevin King. I'm calling it now. Best young cornerback trio. Oh, seriously. In the league. Seriously. Hashtag no fly zone. Hashtag go pack go. Yep. Hashtag cheeseheads. Agreed. Um and the the linebacker they drafted I I don't know if it was a late second round or third round pick but Oren Burks out of Vanderbilt monster apparently a tackling machine yep channel your inner Desmond Bishop and just yes. lead the league in tackles I'd love to see it happen just like a hundred gonna go should go great with Blake Martinez oh yeah I'm excited I'm also not too fond of drafting three wide receivers because right. to me that just looks like you're throwing multiple darts hoping you can right. hit the target once now at the same time they're all huge are they i didn't i haven't looked up they drafted they at least a, at least one guy that's six five and another guy that's six four but they're skinny okay. classic new oh not classic but new school receivers skinny yeah. and long 
Which well, I know they're trying to replace Jordy Nelson, but when you right. spend three draft picks on a replacement for Jordy Nelson, all of which were after the fourth round or fourth round or later, I should say. Uh, I know, like you can find some gems that late, but right. man, it it's tough. And then again, know. with the when you don't have exposure, I see both sides because if you your conference doesn't have much exposure and you're killing it, but you're not, but you're not put on ESPN like the right. top guys are then it's whatever so yeah you can find talent deep but I agree it, I but don't. like three just seemed so desperate to me that is like, a you have a total of what new draft picks three wide receivers three wide receivers so we got two cornerbacks um, a linebacker I know we got a punter long snapper three wide receivers how many is that eight is that eight eight or nine I nine. don't remember I I could something along up, those lines. I like could pull up the whole draft class, but I'm too lazy to. So do you um, think this is a successful draft year? Yeah, overall. In yeah. a sense, because I'm happy with their early picks. Yeah. That's that's the key for me because I'm tired of these early round busts that the Packers tend to keep drafting. Yeah, it's so well, their bust yet. Well, they cut their first round well no, they traded away their first round pick from a couple years ago to get Deshaun Kaiser to be a backup quarterback. Okay. So, what do you think this means for our season this year? Um, it's a good question. Compared, oh, so what was our season last year? It's what was not record? Oh, like seven and nine or something. Or okay. were we? Eight? Did we have a losing season or were we eight and eight? I think we were eight and eight. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think so. So, what do you think we would have this season? Well, Granted, Rogers is, is, is Rogers playing the whole season? If he's playing the whole season, I'm going 12 wins there. Yep, provided 12. we, provided he's healthy. Right. 12, but I want 10. Is he is he scheduled to be coming back first game? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's good. Yeah. Um, the thing though is that our defense is still going to be so young. Yep. And like, who could be our best players are going to be really young, and I don't see it being an immediate fix, but. I think having like Tremont Williams and Devon House at cornerback to help, you know, kind of guide these young guys is going to be like it's going to help. But now I feel like we also have five cornerbacks now with the two rookies, Kevin King, Tremont Williams, and Devon House. Like, that's a lot of cornerbacks. And how are you going to find playing time for all of them? But, no. I'm excited about the future. I don't know how it's going to go this year. But. Yeah, I don't I'm know. hoping for the best, but Super Bowl. I want. I, I think we're a Super Bowl contender every year oh, with yeah. Rodgers. Every year, if he's healthy. It, now, the now Josh Jackson and or Jair Alexander can come in and be like immediate impacts. Yep. Which that I would think be. They can. So what's our what's huge. our what's our existing receiver situation like for them to have well, three? It, uh, like receivers of relevance, Cobb and Adams basically, yeah. and okay. then it's Geronimo Allison. Which is Which, not great. Yeah, so he's got potential, but so for the most part, picking up three receivers is still a pretty good idea. Yes, but it's I, but not all of them are going to make the team. If any no. of them make the team, I don't no. know. So, so here's the receivers. So we are got, there chances that we sign somebody else afterwards? I mean, so, Des Bryant's still a free agent. Yep. See what so. happens. So uh, fourth round, we got Jamon Moore from Missouri. Who is 6'2 and a half, 206. Missouri breeds those tall wide receivers, dude. Then we got South from South Florida, Marquez Valdez Scantling, who is in the fifth round, who is 6'4, 202. 
And then six four two oh two. Yeah, he's skinny. But he'll Holy put he'll, he'll put on some he'll probably put on ten that pounds is in training so camp. So no, done. So then lastly in the sixth, Equinemius St. Brown. I remember that guy because of his name. Because it was <laughs> That's just, a great name. I though. was like, holy shit. And I think I think he was on the team when Deshaun Kaiser was still on the team. You know what's my favorite thing about sports? You get to hear the coolest names ever, man. He's six four and a half, and he's two eighteen. That get, just shows how diverse the sports world is. That people come from all shapes and sizes and backgrounds, and it's right. really cool. Like I love that. Now, especially in I remember. I don't know if it was Equinemius, but I know it was one of the receivers we drafted. I got a notification. I'll just keep on <laughs> I got, I got a notification from ESPN um, about some article that said like one of those wide receivers. Obviously, it's a late round pick. Is either could be a boom or bust player. What I don't like about that is that I feel like we did that same thing with Malachi Dupree when we yep. drafted him. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, dude, like he I went under he... the radar, but he's so fast, like he's boomer bust, yep. and he busted so fast. I thought he was going to be a beast, so too. So I'm not, like that whole situation is murky to me. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like when it's boomer bust, it's more often bust. So I thought for sure that Malachi Dupree was going to kick ass. And I was very set on that idea. Other thing about the NFL, I feel like more so than others. Well, I don't know. But what I like about the NFL is uh, it can take time for a player to become effective and productive. You know, it, the the level of athleticism that you have to gain coming off of college and entering the league, you do need to improve. I mean, it's scary. Oh how, yeah. You know, it's scary how much how much difference there is between a senior player in the college level and a and a rookie in the professional level. Yeah, right. Or not rookie, maybe sophomore, just to say like that one year. Yeah, you get that difference. one year to really improve yourself. But so. I, I like Josh Jackson because he, he's not the fastest. I, but I can't believe he fell to the second round because he it's still insane. ran like a 4-5. And he's a, mon- he's a monster. And he's a straight ball hawk. Oh, Dude. my God. I'm so excited for that guy. It, I, can't be- I seriously can't believe we got two, in my mind, two of the be- best defensive backs yeah. In general, yeah, the fact Josh, like I, Josh Jackson, still being there in that second late. round, wow, it's like it's like when Rogers got drafted at the end of the first, yeah, it's not even fair, dude. Look at this guy. This, so this is Equinemius St. Brown, super athletic. Watch this one. Jeez, just bowls him yep. over. Just huge. Two six four and two eighteen. So he's got to get away from the cop speed. Yep. So did any other teams pick up uh, somebody really cool? Unlike Baker Mayfield. Or just uh, the Packers I'll up? tell you, Bills Mafia, you have a reason to be happy. Yes, you do. You get Holy shit. Josh Allen. Holy shit. The Browns are the stupidest fucking yep. team in the league. That was another thing that draft oh. blew my mind. Why did Baker Mayfield go number one overall? I fucking hate that guy with a passion so much, and let's inflate his ego even more by taking him number one overall. Browns, you had a chance to fix your franchise, and you picked Baker Mayfield. What position does he play? Quarterback. Stupid. At least take. At least take, if you're if you're taking take Baker Darnold Mayfield, or Rosen over. If you're ba- taking Baker ba- Mayfield number one overall, I would have rather seen you take Saquon Barkley. Seriously. Somebody I, that could have an, I mean, I would have I, rather seen you do that. I don't know, man. I and I, I get you being the Browns. You need to take the quarterback you like, but I feel like you took the QB that's gonna please the most amount of fans, quote unquote. Because I hate Baker Mayfield, but he's box office. Exactly. So 
Exactly. So st- oh, so stupid. But yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. The Browns continue to be the Browns. Yep. And watch, I'm going to be so wrong about this yeah, five watch. years down the road. I He's going to be, be like an NFL MVP, yep. and I'm going to eat my words. But, I, but I still won't fucking like the guy. I usually. So my question. Yeah. So I don't know if you answered this before when I was going. Uh, a lot of cursing on that one. I, I apologize. Sorry. Right. Never apologize. Never apologize. Never apologize. Hashtag. Never uh, apologize. Unless you actually set the line, but you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you mention uh, who you wish the Packers would have picked up, but they didn't, and well, somebody else had picked I them mean, up? They're... Not just like that. The Packers missed. Like we could like have missed out on them because somebody else picked them up before. Um, or... I I remember I wasn't. Because they traded down, we right? traded, So we had 14. We traded down to get 28? No, I don't think it was that late. 20-something. If, if we went from 14 to 28, 20 we would have gotten a lot back in return. And we ended up... We did secure for a first-rounder for next season, which is great. Okay. I, I'm more than happy with acquiring multiple number one or first-round yep. picks. Yep. But that, I, I can't remember who was on the board... When they traded down, but I remember I was not happy that they traded oh, down. Oh yeah, I can't. It was it? I can't remember if it was a linebacker or we wanted what's his name, the corner. There, I, um, I think there was a linebacker. I can't remember his name, but he's a freak, an absolute freak. And I, I can't, can't, I can't remember which linebacker it was, but, but, you know what though? If I knew that they could have gotten Josh Jackson in the oh, second yeah. round, you know who would I like to see them pick in the first round? Calvin Ridley. Oh my god! Because then you can replace, then plug in I'm, your Jordy replacement. Right I'm told. I see. I love Kelvin Ridley. I think he is going to have an immediate impact if he yeah. has the playing time. Either that or uh, is, it, is it EJ Moore from Maryland? That Maryland wide receiver that went before. Oh right yeah, now. one of those two guys. I would have rather seen them take a receiver if or, I knew right. they were going to draft two corners. But I'm not mad about it. I'm more than happy acquiring corners yep. because. We can't stop the pass for shit, so let's try and sure that up too. Now, if Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson become the most dominant like duo in the Wouldn't NFL, that would be incredible. Wouldn't be surprised, dude. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. But it, it'd be nice to get that Jordy replacement round one, get Josh Jackson round two, but you never know how it's going to play out. So. I also wish we could have got an edge rusher earlier because we picked up a guy really late, but I can't remember who it is. Yeah. But he, I'm sure, dude, holy shit. This dude, Equinemius, is so goddamn fast. What do you run? 448 at 6'4. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty fast. And look at, dude, this guy is a freak, dude. Man, I think we stole, I think we got a real steal with this guy. Yeah, we'll a see. A Notre Dame receiver? Yeah, I don't it doesn't know, mean man. much. I don't know, man. I mean, Will Fuller was good this past year, but give him some time. A lot of balls. This guy's know. huge. This guy doesn't drop balls. So, any other additional comments about the NFL draft? No. Bills Mafia, be happy, dude. Seriously, who did you get drafted to? Who? Bills Mafia. No, no. Oh Bills, no, that's the, like fan. that's their fan base. Their fan base. Oh. The mafia. Yeah. Those Sorry. Psych- those I, I mean, obviously, I don't know football. No, dude, go on, go on Twitter, look up Buffalo Bills fans' videos. Oh, dude. They're man. insane. Insanity. Absolutely batshit crazy. So who do they pick up for them to be happy? Josh, that Josh Allen, the quarterback out of Wyoming. Go the Cowboys. Best. My favorite quarterback in this draft class. Same. Okay. My favorite I was on QB. record 
last week saying I have the same feeling about him being successful as I did about Carson Wentz. And look agree. at how Carson Wentz turned out. I agree, dude. So He's a monster. The Browns dude, fucked up. He's Brett Favre with better legs. Yep. The Browns fucked up. He's huge. He's fucking he's huge. huge. He look, there's some of his highlights he like sheds contact behind 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 the line of scrimmage. Just sheds contact. My favorite thing on Twitter was the, the guy with the one arm. There. Just watching his combine. Also, very impressive. I wish the Packers would have gotten oh, him. Oh, yeah. That's Shaquem who I would have wanted. He's, he's going to be a killer on Seattle. Uh, just a prototype he linebacker. Is, just wait. Yeah, no, he is. I wish great things for him because yeah. that's a level he's an of awesome guy, talent too. that I've yet to see in uh, a lot of football players in a few years. There's new football players in the last few years. So seeing him with that kind of talent and knowing that... Uh, He's gonna get an opportunity to play. Shaquem Griffin, I'm very excited. To if watch he play. gets, if he gets the chances within three seasons, Pro Bowl. Ooh, hope I so. I guarantee. I hope so. I guarantee. I, I mean, it's the best for people. I think I don't know about Pro Bowl, I but I definitely think he can be a contributor for sure. I think he's Pro. But uh, what I love about his story was that he wasn't even invited to the combine. Eventually, and then he fucking blew their he, blew their brains out. He, yeah, he like went. He had like a whole kind of like campaign to try and get to the combine. Eventually, the NFL. Should. The yeah, is insane. Eventually, NFL the NFL gave him the invite to the combine. Got to the combine, blew everybody out of the. I think they line. were just looking at it, it's like. Do we give this guy a chance? He is good. He I'm is. glad they did. I'm really glad they did because uh, it speaks volumes about who he is yep. and what he can do. Yeah, it's going to be a, a jam in Seattle. I do have a one more jam. note, though. Yeah. This is uh, my go ducks in me. Royce Freeman drafted number 71 to the Denver Broncos. Broncos, he got a good one there. Yeah, you did. Uh, Royce Freeman's going to be the steal of the running back class. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I wish you'd have gone into a different team because I'm not a big Broncos guy, yeah, but I'm happy that you went 71 because I thought you were going to go later than that just based on what people were saying. You deserve to be a first-round pick. What's 71? Is that second round or third? I think that would be third. Yeah, it was third. It was, on third the, it was on the third day. Of the, or the, no. Yeah, it would be third round. It's 32 day. teams, right? Yeah. So 32 times 2, 64, and yeah. 71 is No, third. so it was the second day of the draft. But yeah, no, I was happy to see him go because I thought he was going to be like Fifth round pick, yep. yes. like based on what I've seen, he's kind of short. Oh, well, okay. but for a running back, it's not. Really but he's not terrible. But he's, he's also still... built like a Mack truck. Yeah. Okay, and he so... literally, he literally and he can move. I'm assuming he, yeah. and he can literally falls forward for yardage. He he'll get tri- you, you put an offensive line in front of that guy, it's he'll, game over. You could pick his ankle behind. Three, four yards behind the line of scrimmage. So style and I, of gameplay is to know for four. I guarantee four. you, he get, he nets one or two yards at least. Oh yeah, at but. least he. I've seen ones where he gets hit and he's stumbling and he gets five yards. It just kind of sucks because I wanted to get his jersey, but I can't get a Broncos jersey. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Just I, I can't rock a Broncos jersey. Look uh, down the line, he might get traded. You never know. Well, yeah. Or he might get cut and I'll cry. But come to come to uh, he wouldn't come to Green Bay. But uh, yeah, that was my biggest like that was my biggest disappointment was Uh, last year we drafted all these running backs that like turned out to be pretty decent. So now we have three pretty good running backs. So I knew Royce Freeman wasn't going to be a Packer. That was a dream of mine. Oh my god, I fucking I now is Shady is Shady still on the Bills? Yeah. Imagine Royce Freeman as a backup to Shady and having him and Josh Allen on the same team. Yeah, just you know, put Royce Freeman behind LaShawn McCoy until McCoy's gone, and then you got Josh Allen and Royce Freeman. Woo! 
play that's actions. What, that's that's my backfield. Nasty right play. If actions. I could if I could make any NCAA backfield, it would have Josh Allen and Royce Freeman back there. Nasty flea flickers. <laughs> Just wait, dude. The Bills are gonna pull out some schoolyard bullshit with Josh Allen. It's gonna be fake, dude. There's it, gonna be like like pick, think of Aaron Rodgers, hail mary. Sixty percent of that on every deep chuck from Josh Allen. Every single deep pass is going to be a moonshot. And you're going to see this shit just... And you're going to watch it like it's in slow motion. This dude said he could throw like 60 yards from his knee. It's insane. Just, I guarantee, anybody, go on YouTube and look up Josh Allen's deep passes. Yeah, it's like he's not even trying. He, it's, it's almost looks like fake. He, he literally like, he, it doesn't look like he has any effort. He's just like... Yeah, I'm excited for Josh Allen. I can't Sucks wait. that it's the Bills, because, again, not a big yeah, Bills guy. But, but what can you do? Once again, we'll, I don't have any issues. But you know what I am happy about him going to the Bills, though, is because he's going to beat out A.J. McCarron's bitch ass. Yes. Fuck that guy, too. He, I, I, I he really, really hope he's he on takes the Bills. He job, was but, like, on... But he wouldn't be able to replace him. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was on the Bengals, and he played for Alabama. Yep. Man, the Bengals, what a random-ass team. Dude, they've stuck in mediocrity for a while. Yeah. I completely forgot the First-round exits. Like I the mean, Bucks. I even had the Jaguars in my head before I had the Bengals. Well, the Jaguars were good last year, so... No, yeah. but I mean, like, it's just in reality. Like, I just feel like I just had the Jaguars in my head before I think of the Bengals. Until <laughs> 2042. <laughs> Wait, he that? probably will, because he's going to be indestructible. Barring yeah. some kind of crazy Dude, injury. He's going to... Josh Allen's going to play till 2042. Who said this? Evan Gill. <laughs> or Evan. Never mind. He, he's going to have that Brett Favre oh, mindset. Shout out Evan, though, man. It's been a long time since I've seen you, but I've always had love and respect for you, man. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. He was um, making some good points, too, but I didn't want to go too deep. It's all right. We can talk about it after the podcast. We appreciate your comments, Evan. Uh, we'll wrap up the NFL draft talk. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about the Sprint T-Mobile merger today, but... Save it. I guess not. Yeah, I can. I already had my rant on Twitter, if anyone cares. I don't think anyone really cares. If you're a Sprint You want to tell them where to find you on Twitter? Huh? You want to tell them where to find you on Twitter? Not at all. Uh, uh, so it's <laughs> exclusive. If you can find me on Twitter, go ahead. Exclusive if you've already been found content. on Twitter, But to be honest, you. are you going to try to find me on Twitter just so you can read a T-Mobile and Sprint merger rant? I don't think so. Are you Probably really want to hear me talk about this next episode? <laughs> Probably not. So uh, just know it's interesting. Uh, it'll be very interesting to watch play out. I've been following this kind of stuff for years. And to see that they're finally making a move. It would be really weird, especially with this current administration. Uh, a lot of people are comparing it to the AT&T and Time Warner merger, and I think you can't because they're, it's different. I mean, you're talking about AT&T and Time Warner, it's like a telecom buying a media company. So you're like, you're consolidating like really creepy abilities to do like destroying your competition on the back end that indirectly affects consumer, consumers. Well, T-Mobile and Sprint, if they merge, the government will probably be okay with it. They can convince them well enough, depending on the numbers and the analysis they can give, because Sprint's about to die in the next two years yep. without selling off major assets. Yep. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting, but uh, I I think this has a very high chance of being approved, and right. uh, we'll see how it goes. But if you're a Sprint customer and you want to reach out and you want to know what's going on, uh, let me know. <laughs> Um, because I'm Team T-Mobile, and in reality, Sprint's going away because uh, no more Sprint. The brand is gone. And only thing I'm going to say is uh, fuck the Sprint brand, but God, that those commercials were iconic growing up. Uh, do you remember the Sprint pin drop? 
commercials oh, where they'd always yeah. say the voice calls so clear that you could hear a pin drop because back then voice call quality was a big deal. Today everybody's got good quality mm-hmm. so for voice calls. So I mean back then that was their big playing thing and you always saw that Sprint logo and then you saw the pin just Yeah, now I remember that now that you yeah, said it. I totally iconic. forgot about that. They ditched it for years because it's no longer a, a, a thing, thing to brag yeah. about right. but I mean that's that Sprint brand is gone. But mm-hmm. Sprint's as a brand is uh, to me it's not as iconic as T-Mobile. T-Mobile's an internationally renowned brand. It's not as iconic as AT&T. That's an internationally renowned brand. Uh, so that's, that was very interesting. But I don't know. I'll probably won't talk about it. But who cares? Um, Man, what a that was a pretty lengthy quality podcast. I'd say it was. We had a lot to catch up. I had a lot I want to talk about since I missed last week, and there's a lot that happened this week that I a lot of things that happened this week that involved. Uh, discussion rather than just mentioning it and just giving a reaction to yeah. it you know what i mean we talk about it a lot uh, i'm glad that you guys made it this far it's two minutes two hours and 26 minutes which um, is our longest for a non-special i think is so, it yeah yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna have to run back those numbers but josh might be I'm right i'm pretty sure josh I'm pretty might be sure right. about we it we usually target about 215 and under with the non-specials but uh yeah yeah you might be right i think so usually our specials are about two and a half to three hours but, yeah uh, we'll see depending on the special it's depending on the special but, no, that was very, it was a very good one. I had a good time. I'm glad to be back, guys. Yes. Uh, no longer decentralized. Well, you might be decentralized again soon. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? The next few weeks are going to be pretty rough for me, and uh, we'll see how the beginning I might of be busy, goes. too. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we might take hiatuses. We might take uh, decentralized episodes. Uh, you can make it work. And I hope we'll you guys had a good time listening to just John and Josh. Uh, when I was watching you guys and listening to the episode the day after... Because I only watched the first five minutes of the live cast because uh, of those plans that I had that I had to go. Yeah. So, But when I was listening to that episode the next day, you guys did great. I was really happy. I was just like, I should be gone more often. For, you guys for, had more fun than without me. For not like, having anything like prepared? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, no. It, I mean, for a matter of... Uh, I know I dominate the episodes and for better or for worse. I kind of feel bad, but at the same time... Ah, we need a good mediator, though. Yeah. yeah. You need central. It's all right. It's okay to be centralized. <laughs> <laughs> I have my reservations with centralization of things, but I mean, in this case, about, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not talking about, like, you gotta centralize everything. I'm just yeah. saying it's nice to have a central... Centralization in certain aspects can help in a reduce podcast. chaos. In a podcast, it's good. In a podcast, in a school... In a business. And if you're looking for podcast recommendations, Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert. Is it? I really want to listen. I like it. Because I respect him. I love uh, Dax Shepard. I love Kristen Bell, and I know that she was his first guest. Yep. And which is a very good episode. I've heard. Oh, I can only imagine she's phenomenal. She's, oh. she's incredible, and so is he. So he, he prefaces... There's a reason why those two are married. Like, he, they are Oh, incredible. they're perfect for each other. I mean, he, I disagree because me he, and Kristen Bell oh, would be perfect should, for each yeah. other. Well, but, I would say the same about me, I mean, too, but... Not, like, to say anything about, like, persona, like you know, uh, objectifying women, but, like, I mean, Blonde's not really, like, somebody that I'm always attracted to, but, like, Kristen Bell, like, is my go-to blonde There's something girl. about it. Like, like she's no, she's like my go-to blonde girl. Like if you look at my list of like, like celebrities, and I'm like, oh man, she's beautiful. Like a lot of them are usually like darker haired, but like, like Kristen Bell's that standout blonde in my list. Like cause she's incredible. She's amazing. Yeah. I love watching her in movies and TV shows. Like I watched Veronica Mars solely for her, and then it turned out to be a good show. Like, <laughs> like, uh, <I> was, <laughs> like that was a great show. She's a really great actress. No, she is. She's, she's funny she, as fuck. She does her job. You guys watch The Good Place on NBC? That's a good. That's show. a good yeah, show. I don't it's think so. Yeah, the season one's on Netflix. Give it a shot. It's um, good. It's about it's it's a nice take on the whole concept of the afterlife. Uh, it's good. 
and it's very entertaining. Ted Danson is in it. So it's her and Ted Danson are really the leads, and then their surrounding cast is pretty solid, too. They, they all do a great job. It's a very entertaining show. I need to catch up on season two, though. And your weekly reminder to watch Brockmire. And yes. weekly reminder to watch Atlanta. Season yes. two of Brockmire started last week Wednesday, or, well, this past Wednesday. So. And your weekly pro- reminder to try to watch an episode of Pokemon and just relive your childhood. Yep. Yep. And whip out the old Game Boy. Yep. I know you've still got it in your closet. Go yep. get it. <laughs> Might even be in your drawer. In the ca- you just in need, case like, four AA batteries, and yeah. you can get that at the dollar store. <laughs> One last podcast recommendation, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Who's on that one? Duncan Trussell. Okay. Who's Duncan Trussell? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd look it up. Fine, my if podcast you... recommendation. Uh, I'd look it up, Joe guys. Budden uh, podcast. I mean, I know everyone has their reservations about Joe Budden, but... Uh, I'm 50-50 with him these days. But between him and his two friends, they run a really good show together, and... Uh, they, they do what I wish we could do better in terms of disagreeing. <laughs> like, they disagree on a lot of things where they'll have constructive conversations. So I'm hoping we can get to that point yeah, where we we'll have it. more disagreements. We can do it. Yeah. But Maybe I'll get better with my hate talk instead of just being Evan a hater. Knows I think that's yeah. what it comes down to, Josh. I need I'm you to elaborate so, on I'm such a hater. Like, I hate anything that's popular. So... Evan knows who Duncan That's usually is. how I roll. Okay. It's just Respect how it is. Thanks, Evan. Um, no, for uh, for your hate, like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna call you out on it next time. Let's, you, let's do it. When you were calling, like, so how call you hate me, that call one. Call me on my bullshit, please. Like, when you, when, you, when, you, when you were saying how you hated on that number one draft pick, like, next time I'm, I'm going to call you out on something like that. Just okay. be like, I want you to explain why. You have all right to hate oh, somebody. Oh, I can, I can elaborate on Baker Mayfield. So can I. Yeah. Don't get us started because yeah, it'll take another today. three hours. Yeah, not today. But, um. Maybe closer to the NFL season when we start, when football yeah. starts getting back on our So runs. I can watch them fail in the preseason. Yeah. Once they start whipping out spring training and, and summer training videos. Yeah. The moment OTAs come around, I'm yes. shitting on Baker yes. Mayfield. Yes. <laughs> so, when yeah, he doesn't so, show up. Yeah, when he doesn't show up to OTAs. I'm too you, good for that shit. I know for the most part you don't blindly hate stuff. I know you have your reasons. So it's just, we're going we're gonna to push you to elaborate more, which is good. But I do, anytime something becomes overly popular, I fucking hate it. I'm a hipster in that sense. It happens. I agree with you. Because I, the people just become so snobby that I hate I that thing that they like. And it drives me insane. I yeah, feel you on that, man. Sometimes the contrarian comes out of all of us. Yeah, it's all right. I feel you on that. I think it's an American thing. Oh, it's a human thing, man. But it's... it's I, I think it's... But it, it's, it's human, man. It's, oh, you yeah. have to realize how, how similar we are in our in our mannerisms around the world. Uh, very, very differences. Very few differences between us. Well, yeah, exactly. wrapping up the episode, remember to follow us on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Permeable Filter, P-E-R-M-E-A-B-L-E, Filter. Uh, please follow us, because then this is how you can see updates on our Twitter, as well as on our Instagram. Uh, if you guys follow John and Josh as they shout out their names, they, you know, are really entertaining to see on their own. I mean, Josh has his good time singing in his car. He does little covers and stuff. His... I have a new song that I'm working on. Uh oh. Stay trying to get it down. It's, it's probably gonna take him over next about the next week. I've been working on it for a couple days. Okay, yeah, he'll probably get it done by the end of the week. So keep an eye out on his Instagram or Snapchat story if you have him on Snapchat. Probably Snapchat. All right. I don't want it up for more than 24 hours. <laughs> you can just delete. I can, but I did same. delete some Twitter. No, no, but Instagram so. stories is 24 hours like Snapchat. Well, that's true. Yeah. So what you could do so is maybe. Instagram allows for uploading of things that are saved. Right. Do it on Snapchat, save yeah. it, upload it on Instagram. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Chad, you're not wrong about damn. It's not as good as To Pimp a Butterfly. I can agree. To Pimp a Butterfly. It's also not recipes. as good as Good, good Kid, Kid, Mad City. It's damn. also not as good as Section 80. Look, damn is a... Here's the thing with about damn. Damn is a good album. It's just not the best. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. 
You can still enjoy Damn it's by good. still saying it's the fourth best Kendrick album. Exactly. Which is still better than a lot of others. A lot of other people can't say that about their careers. Yeah. So, that's fine. Kendrick's worst album is better than a lot of people's best album. Exactly. Well, that's my sentiments about uh, The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. It's his worst album. But, but it's, it's still, still better than a lot of other Agreed. people's best. Agreed. I agree, Evan. I mainly listen to, to Pimp a Butterfly. Why? Because it's probably the best album in the last 20 years. It's a good piece of music. Music. Alright, we're wrapping up, guys. Thank you yeah. for listening. <laughs> Two hours and 33 minutes. Way too much goodbye talk. It's alright. Appreciate you guys. Much love. Bye. Adios.